What's up? Um, appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, having a long day at work. I'm actually bored as hell. And I'm also going to do overtime today because I'm actually off work. So I actually wanted to talk to Nick's real quick. I wanted to just speak about shit that was on my mind, me personally, as far as the Knicks when it comes to team building in the future. And also the mid-three, I'm kind of concerned about Julius Randle's health. Um, honestly, it just keeps coming back to my mind. And ju- when it comes to, like, Julius Randle's health, I know he had ankle surgery. Um, and the ankle surgery basically had kept him out in a playoff game. Uh, and when he came back, he wasn't really that good. And, yes, people, they can use the ankle injury if they want to use it as an excuse. It's cool. Um, they could actually also say that Julius Randle's on one of the best contracts in the NBA. Uh, I looked at the NBA highest salaries for next season, and I looked at the new CBA, and I was just thinking about imagine a team trying to build and you got two Supermax guys on your roster, or imagine you trying to build as a team and you have two guys making $40 on your roster. How is that possible? So when you look at Julius Randle, he's making $28 million. Brunson, he's making $26 million. R.J. Barrett are three guys. These three guys are basically our mid-three. And our mid-three, for me personally, um, there has been games where they are fun to watch, and they also have games where they're not fun to watch. Uh, In the playoffs, I don't think I've seen – any games in the playoffs where all three of these guys played well at the same time, that was very concerning to me. But the most concerning to me, and I don't think a lot of people um, brought this up a lot, was Julius Julius Randle's ankle. Uh, it, it bothers me a lot because he had got surgery, and I'm looking at the highest volume catch-and-shoot three-point attempt numbers and shout out to Julius Randle. He got a 374 catch and shoot attempts from three, which ranked 10th in the NBA, which is an impressive number, by the way. Um, I think though, I think that's a great number because Julius Randle, when he first came into the NBA, I think his first season where he actually played a full season, I believe he shot zero three point attempts. So for him to shoot 374 attempts is actually very impressive, but he shot, 34.5% 34.5% from three on catch-and-shoot attempts. In my opinion, I think that's great as far as Randall's game and how far he's come. Pause. As him being a 29-year-old guy who's dead smacked in the middle of his prime, you would wonder how he would change his game in order to prolong his career. So this is a great start for Julius Randle. The thing that kills me about Julius Randle and Spider and and his catch-and-shoot attempts is I think he needs even more. I think he needs to play off-ball more. And I've seen another stat where 
my guy, Jalen Brunson, is shooting 47% on catch-and-shoot threes. So both of these guys are high-volume attempt three-point shooters, but they also shoot above both of them 34%. Matter of fact, Jalen Brunson is actually shooting 47% on catch-and-shoot threes, which is also impressive. So the one thing that I'm looking at for these three guys is to understand is put the ball in RJ hands and y'all two play off ball. I think that would be great for the maturation of the Knicks offense. If the Knicks offense is going to be read and react, we know a guy like Randall, you don't want him thinking too much. A guy like RJ Barrett, I think he started to figure it out. Uh, game three of the Cleveland series. Um, Quentin Grimes. I believe Quentin Grimes is going to be coming off the bench next season. So what I'm going to ask from Quentin Grimes is to be very aggressive. He's going to have to come off the bench and change his game a little bit. You know, show some more growth in his game. I know his first season he averaged about six points, uh, which was a crime because Tom Thibodeau should have started Quentin Grimes, but we're not going to go over that, man. Fuck it, right? And Quentin Grimes in his second season, he's averaging 11 points. He was shooting about 39% from three. We just added another great three-point shooter in Dante DiVincenzo. I believe Jalen Brunson shot 40% from three. So now we got a couple shooters, right? We just don't have size. I think that's the thing that is most glaring for the Knicks, um, especially when you got a guard like Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson and Quentin Grimes both share the same defensive rating from last season, right? You want to, if you're going to have a weakness on defense, you got to mask it with great offense. I think the Knicks did a great job of that last season, obviously, because they had the six rank, the six rated offense last season, although their free throw percentage was down, their three point percentage was down, their two point percentage was down. It was like everything was down. Even in the playoffs, everything went down. So they, 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 this guy, Brunson, has to find a way. Brunson and Grimes, those two specifically, got to find ways to affect the game, even if their shot is not falling. I didn't see enough of that in the playoffs. But last year, regular season, it doesn't really matter for me. I'm just I'm, – I'm deaded off of that. I'm talking strictly for the playoffs. If Brunson's shot not falling, what else is he doing to affect the game in a positive way where we can actually win the game? And there was games in the playoffs – where Jalen Brunson, he looked bad, but he didn't look bad because I, I don't, I'm not going to blame it all on him. He looked bad, part, one, because our shooters were scared to shoot. Two, I think the offensive system, you know, the coaches, they, they, they kind of had counters for the counter and Tibbs did not adjust enough. And I think three, and the most important thing was Randall was hurt. He was hobbled. So when Randall gets hobbled, it kind of affects your defense a lot. And then you got to thrust in Obi to a star position for a playoff game. So now that affects Jalen Brunson. And Jalen Brunson, his hip is fucked up. His hand is fucked up. I think he sat out a playoff game. Like, it, it, like at some point, Tibbs got to know when to scale it back, bro. This is why in the regular season, you got to run a 10-man rotation. You got to have guys ready to go all the time. So – when I look at a guy like bringing it to summer league, when I look at a guy like Jay Lamar, who's to say Jay Lamar can't get no minutes late November when a dude need a rest day? Because Rand Randall and some of them boys going to need rest days. 
right? But the coach is Tom Thibodeau. So do we think these guys are going to get rest days? Hell fucking no. That's why I be mad at Randall sometimes. This dude want to play every fucking game. Brunson, he want to play every fucking game. You got to protect these dudes from themselves, man. Like Brunson, he got hurt. He came back. And shit, he was still averaging 30. That's why he get all my respect. But Randall's a different type of player. He's not as skilled as Brunson. For him to be trying to go out there and be hobbled, I respect it. Right? I will never take that away from him. But God damn, Tom Thibodeau. Jesus. So I'm looking for Brunson to, to, to get better, elevate his playmaking a little bit as well. I'm looking for Tibbs to sharpen his pin game a little bit. Right? Help these guys out. Especially when it comes to R.J. Barrett. This man, I I don't... Y'all, I never want to see R.J. Barrett in the fucking ISO, bro. I like... Like, that is one of the worst things, like, I've... Like, I ever want to see. Like, ever. Like, ever, ever, ever. Like, on what planet do you want to see R.J.? And and what's crazy about R.J. and ISO is sometimes he'll get a great shot. But other times, you'll be like, what the fuck is he doing? It's even times where I've shitted on the coach. And I say, yo, Tibbs, come on, bro. What we doing here? Right? But it's also up to RJ as well. You're looking for that leap. You're looking for another leap from Brunson. People doubting Brunson. I know a lot of us catch flack for what we've been saying about Brunson for the past couple of weeks. I think yesterday and today, matter of fact, both days, Brunson has been trending on Twitter. And there's been people talking down on Brunson. You know, Brunson, he's not a great defender. Cool. I've said on Nick's, I said on Twitter, Brunson, I hate his playmaking sometimes. I feel like he's a ball hog. But at times, it's like, okay, who you want Brunson to pass it to? Grimes is scared to shoot the ball. RJ's building the project crib. Randall's building the wooden house. Fucking quickly, we, we don't know what the fuck quickly doing. So, you know, his playmaking... Sometimes it's left to be desired, but even he could get better. So you're looking from a leap from Brunson. Randall, can does he have another level to him? Because when guys is around 30 years old, 30, when guys is around 30, 31 years old, they master, they craft, they understand. I know where my spots is on the floor. And with Julius Randall coming back from injury, you wonder how is he going to change his game? Right, because now he's gonna start off slow. Right, I'm I'm expecting for him to start off slow. Now I'm I'm not expecting him to go crazy and try to, you know, go for thirty and ten as soon as the season starts. No, I want take your time. See, you're not even on the basketball court right now. You're not running like Mitchell Robinson is in the sand. You, he's not running right now. He, he don't need to be near a basketball court right now. Until the until late August, and even then he still won't be ready because he won't be in game shape. So Randall gonna have to play himself in the in the shape. So I don't expect to see the real Randall until like mid December. So now it's RJ. RJ, what you gonna do? You twenty three years old, my boy. It's time for you to grow, my boy. Regardless of who the coach is, Hoopers hoop, and when you a Hooper. You're supposed to get better. When I looked at R.J. Barrett breaking all those ACC records, I think he broke the freshman record for most points. I think he's one of the ACC freshmen that have 750 points, 250 rebounds, 250 assists. 
I think I watched him average about 26, I think it was 26, 7, and 7 when my other young boy, Zion Williamson, was out. And I watched this young man come to the Knicks. He's, he's had at least five offensive roles while he was on the Knicks his first season. Uh, I believe he was the fourth option. Now, Julius Randle, shout-outs to, shout to David Fisdale, matter of fact, because David Fisdale was the first person to actually put the basketball right in Julius Randle's hands and right in R.J. Barrett's hands and gave him the confidence to say, hey, you know what? I could do this. Randle got the confidence to say, yo, you know what? I could play on ball. Now, he's a fucking turnover machine. It's cool. But I seen a stat where Paul George averages more turnovers per game than Julius Randle. So it's like, what, what more? Like, what, like I, I like what I see, but you, you gotta. It's left to be desired. Now Obi's gone. Obi is gone. So it ain't no. Oh, Obi got to get. It ain't no. Ain't no excuses. It ain't no backup for. It's on Randle. You got to show up. You can't even get the injury excuse next season. People want to give him the injury excuse? All right, cool. Because we all Knicks fans. And I want to be fair with Knicks fans. But I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear if he scores 60 in a regular season game next season. Don't at me and say, say sorry to Randall. Because I'm going to mute you. I'm going to mute you. Respectfully. Respectfully. Randall was is one of the only NBA players besides Larry Bird to average 24, 10, and at least five in a season while shooting 50, 40, 80% for the free throw line. Is that fucking kidding me? Is you kidding me? That man got a hoop. He ain't, he ain't got no more left excuses. I don't want to hear about Obi no more. Obi's not a Nick. I don't want to hear about... You know, oh well, the Knicks. You know, we should have, we we should have drafted Tyrese Halliburton. Let's let it go. I don't need to see no more Tyrese Halliburton tweets on my timeline. I don't care. Obi Toppin is not a Nick no more. This shit happens every time. You 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 think people was crying about Tim Hardaway Jr. when the Knicks traded him years ago, or is it this new fandom bullshit? You knew Obi wasn't going to get a shot. That's why I called Nick Fan selfish a couple weeks ago. I'm happy Obi asked out. Why should I have beef with Randall? Because the, 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 the coach want to be an asshole. I don't want to beef with him. What, what am I beefing with these players for? Why? I'm not mad at Randall. He's doing what he's asked, what it, what's asked of him, which is too much, honestly. But he's doing what's asked of him. He's a, it, and, 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 and the weird shit that, you know, bothers me a lot is when will Thibodeau and management and co. Randall already say specifically, like, look, man, I'm not a number one. When will you guys hand the young man in Brunson? I think Brunson took the keys from the car from Randall last season. And I love Brunson. But, RJ, you're going to have to take the keys from Brunson. You're you going to have to put up a, a, a COVID season, Randall type of season. You can't, you, you can't lack. You can't start off the season slow, regardless if 
we're losing games, you got to look good. Brunson, he held his own. I, I'm not really too concerned about Brunson being good next season. He showed me already that, hey, look, listen, I can hoop. Y'all, the rest of y'all motherfuckers going to have to follow my lead. Randall, I don't ever want to see Randall average 20, 10, and 5 ever again. I don't want to see him average it. I don't care for that no more. You got your accolades. You could be a Nick. Now it's time for legacy. This is the legacy play right now. You want to continue to average 25, 11, and 5, young blood, and getting punched out of the second round? By all means, you could go ahead. You could keep having that 29 usage rate, Randall. You want company men to continue kissing your ass? Go ahead. But just expect for second-round exits, brother. Expect for first-round exits, brother. You got to check your ego at the door. You've done your job. What more can you do? You you, you, You carried us through the regular seat. What more can you do? You can't do but you can't do but so much, brother. Let them young boys eat now. Let Josh Hart eat. Since everybody want to love Josh Hart, they want to give Josh Hart eighty million. They need to justify that with usage rate. You ain't giving Josh Hart eighty million. They better give Josh Hart the Andre Eagle dollar roll. I better not see Josh. He better not be playing off ball, getting no fucking eighty million dollars. The Knicks better show me some fun. They better show me something new. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. 80 million? Shit. You better put the ball in his head. He better. Josh Hart, he's he's tweeting too much for my standards. He better be in that fucking gym. He better be working on his ball handling skills. Pause. Because you want 80 fucking million? 80 million? I give up. I give a 31-year-old Eagle dollar 80 million, 100 million. I give a I give a a 30-year-old Antoine Jameson 80 million. There's certain people I get there's certain people I give 80 million to 80 million? You gotta do multiple things on the court. You can't be Duncan Robinson trying to get 80 million. Nick's got to justify that. You got to justify that. It, th- this is just me in a basketball talking mode. If you're going to try to sell me on Josh Hart, in 80 fucking million dollars. You have to give him the ball and let him cook. Whatever he's trying to cook, pork and beans. He's cooking chitlins. He's he cooking um, um, shrimp linguine. All right. If he cook, whatever he cook, let him cook. You got to justify it. You got to just this is why the Knicks and I'm just talking from a MSG politics is undefeated. Shout out to South. This is why the Knicks started Quentin Milikina last season. You got to justify why he Mr. Untouchable. Mr. Untouchable, that shit didn't come out of thin air. People, yo, people act like negative Knicks Twitter just make shit up. That shit didn't come out of thin air. It's, I, it's I actually made up untouchable, and no one ever gave me credit for it. But. It's been reported. It's like it's, no, it's no, been, no. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I gave him that label as as, as like a support, and it became a thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna go yo, with that theory. Yo, Papa, look. I, I don't even know who started the Mister Untouchable shit. All I know is one day I seen Ian Bagley write write a post, and in sure. that 
post, it said Quentin Grimes was untouchable in all deals. Unfuckwittable as well. Huh? He's unfuckwittable. Yeah, yeah, so after I read that, I said, yo, you know what? Y'all got it. This guy's untouchable. They had to justify that last season. All right, cool. No problem. You got to justify Dante DiVincenzo this season. He got to start. He can't yeah. He can't come I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested to see how they how they figure it out, man. Because hold, hold hold on real quick, Papa. Hold on real quick. Yeah, they gotta figure it out when it comes to Dante Stevenson and 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 you know this whole who's gonna start, who's gonna come off the bench, who's going to guard what player. Dante Stevenson's gotta start. You gotta start. You gotta justify that. You gotta you gotta justify that shit to me. I'm negative next Twitter. I need all moves justified. You you justified the Josh Hart trade. Okay, cool. You made it to the second round. You justified it. I can't really talk shit about it. You y'all know I only talk shit about losing an asset because you wanted to you wanted to keep your head in your own ass when it comes to Cam Reddish. That's what I'm mad about. I'm mad about not drafting in the first round and investing in the past two years. And even if you don't want to draft in the first round, unearth an undrafted player. It's easy. You know how you do it? You let him play. Tim's going to play an undrafted player? I don't know. It's questionable. Very questionable. So when they come to the Knicks, when you see a guy like like Jalen Mark, like it's, it's undrafted players that kicked our ass this season. Destroyed us. How dare I talk down on, on undrafted talent? Are you kidding me? You don't think one of these young, one of these, Jalen Martin, if he don't get a shot, he's 19. They got to justify some of this shit they doing. They got to justify the fact that they want to keep this 1990 aura to the point where Tony is literally, and, 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 and Tony's not wrong. That's the, the diabolical shit about Tony. Nah, Tony, Tony is no, wrong. No, 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 no. And it hurts my heart. Let, let me explain. The diabolical shit about all of this is Tony is right because Tibbs is so dumb that he would actually think Jericho Sims at the fall is something good. And it's not. And if you try to play Jericho Sims, I swear on my, this is on my mom's grave. If I see Jericho Sims and Isaiah Hardestine, play any minutes together in a Nick game, I'm instantly turning the game. I'm inst- win or lose, I don't care if we win it. I don't care if we're losing. We're not winning a chip like that. You're not beating Denver like that. You're not beating nobody in the playoffs with that lineup. Are you kidding me? You'll get, you get shot off the floor, family. I don't want to see that shit. You got Dante DiVincenzo? You better put Josh Hart as some small ball five. You better do something funky. Hey, uh... <laughs> You better. You better. Oh my god. You fucking, you fucking better. You fucking better. Now, now, Papa, look, before you go, let me, let me, let me allow the young lady to go. Because whenever one of these ladies who watch the Knicks come up on a Twitter space, we give them the platform first. So, Niche, 
What's on your mind? Hey, State. What's up, Papa? I have a real question. Like, what offense does the Knicks run? Like, I'm really trying to figure out what it is. Like, what's the exact plays do they run? Um. <laughs> um so, you know, <laughs> you know the famous Jalen Brunson bring up the ball, one pick, oh, shoot, Mitty. You, you got your infamous Julius Randle, one pick and roll. He calls for the ball, he don't lie, everybody stands. You got the other pick and roll with uh, the only one. I don't even know this. This if you you would actually see nobody like you you don't see nobody in doing clips you know what I'm saying they, like, you yeah. don't see nobody hey you see this action oh you see you don't see nobody doing that on this Twitter. This often I can't watch, so I, I don't know. I can't do that. What I can't do is go on a computer and literally look up the next offense stats as far as how many cuts they run, how many pick and rolls they want. Matter of fact, I'm not going to do that. I, I can't even call those pick and rolls because the Knicks have the laziest picks in the world. Like, it's so sloppy. They don't even stay. They just stand and then they run to a different spot. It's funny. I that where it says um the top hustle stats in the NBA, it was top three in the NBA in box. and box. Wow. And laugh. Nobody helps them down there. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! This thing, man. I like. I'm a, I'm going on my laptop right now. Actually, I'm about to see all of the team stats. I'm about to definitely look those up right now because that's a very that's a very you know interesting conversation. Like, what is the Knicks? You know, what's another interesting conversation? Continue the whole the whole triple team and Randall saying that that's a good thing that he's getting triple team that he's getting respected. No, I really think that. Uh, somebody on Spaces said that, but I really think the only reason why they're triple teaming him is because they know Randall is mentally weak. And if you confuse him, he's not going to pass it to his teammates. And I think the no, Hawks expose it in the playoffs the first time. Yo, that is the most black. Super black. Yeah. Oh. Nobody would come up on my Spaces and say, that's all I know. Uh, I, I I never heard that before. I think Randy was triple team because nobody else respects on the Knicks starter five. I'm not respecting him. Fuck, he ain't gonna never shoot for Randall. Please, RJ. Please, he can stay out there and build a house. Jalen Brunson. All right, cool. Nah. That's why I always said Julius Randall needs a floor space in the He do. Thing is, but you know, you still got made promises. I'm not about it, but like, you need to make promises. You don't shoot the damn ball. I think that's like a net. That's that's a net for me. I'm watching Jalen Durant. You know, people made fun of Isaiah 
Chris contract. Um, he gave a four-year, sixty-four million dollars, and they said, "Oh, well, he's making he's making more than much profit." I mean, it's Duke, it's fucking shit. So I'm I'm not mad at that. And Detroit got mad bigs. Yo, Detroit got Wiseman. Oh my god. It's crazy. It's like if it's not if it's not Knicks related, does this fan base has well, I don't want to blame the whole fan base, but if it it seems like Nick's Twitter is like if it's not Knicks related and it's not in a Knicks context, like all the all the rules of logic don't apply. It's insane. It's like Stewart is a is a culture guy. So in, in Nick in Nickland, if he's a culture guy, yeah, he's a, it's irreplaceable value. It, it's it's you can't put a price on it. But if it's another team, now you're good. If it's another team, it's like oh my god, this guy's getting so much money. It's just it's annoying. Like you you say one thing, one thing about basketball. Like I say, yo, Keontae George is nice. Oh my god, you done crying about Keontae George? We're in the second round. That's why I posted this morning. I was like, yo. It's, and it's really immature, and it's actually – I just want to let everyone know that's listening. It's actually them that are that are crying. It's actually them that need me, State, and whoever to wake up and, and start spewing our shit to have a voice. Without us, they literally do not have a voice. Every fucking take is juxtaposing what we say. They never speak on their own shit. Look at the, look at the profile. Look at the, look at the Jumbotron. I literally put up a post this morning. I said, yo – if Sam Presti had the opportunity to trade all of his uh, players and assets to the Knicks for all the Knicks players and assets, would he do it? And, like, overwhelming and, – and obviously if it's anonymous, so everyone's, like, saying uh, no, no, no. But if it was, like, an actual thing, like, nobody would, would do this. You know, you, that's why the anonymous voting is great. But it's like, of course Sam Presti wouldn't trade his roster and assets for the Knicks roster and assets. And that's why, like, that hammers home what point? That hammers home the point that your wins and losses is not, like, a linear thing. You're good. You know, the wins and losses, it, it, it's not a linear thing. It's not, like, a valuable thing in trades. Like, no one's trading for your 47th win. I don't know how many times I have to say this, but, like, it just doesn't stick in Nick's Twitter for some reason. It's like, I, I, I really don't understand it. I, I don't get how people could look. At the Oklahoma City Thunder, they have they have SGA, they have Josh Giddy, they have Chet Holmgren, they they have a boatload of picks, a boatload of young guys, manageable contracts, and they're just lining up, waiting for the big move. And when they make it, it's not you know the Knicks aren't going to be able to compete with that big move. No team is going to be able to compete with them or the Magic or anything like that. So it's like. There was another post that went around Twitter, like if the Knicks had just kept drafting, right? And people on this on this timeline is like looking at that projection as if they weren't all in on that three years ago. Like everyone was in on that plan. Everyone was in on build through the draft. Finally, we have draft picks. You still use it in your argument, and then you shit on it the next second. It's like, oh, Tibbs develops kids. And then the next second, so you're like, well, Tibbs wouldn't have drafted that guy anyways. Like, you're, I'm just saying, like, you could agree or disagree. I really don't care. Your logic has to be consistent. And that's why I'm inviting people up to debate. Because in a debate, the second you get your toxic, uh, you're, you're, you're corny, you do shtick for, uh, for fucking clicks, and 
and you're doing it because you're a cloud chaser, once you get all of that hatred that you're projecting out off your system and you actually have to address the nuance of the basketball conversation, you'll get washed. You'll get washed. That's why Cedric don't join. That's why Breeze doesn't join. That's why uh, your boy Shannon Ferguson didn't join. That's why nobody comes up in debates because they're, they know they're going to get washed. They know, they know that there's truth to this, and it's a harsh truth. And the only way you beat this truth is by winning a championship. And you know damn well you're not ready to put yourself out there and say that the Knicks are a championship contender. So, like, I, I don't know, man. And they're not flexible. They're not a flexible team. They can't move up. They can't. This is, this is who they are. And, and will they win a lot of games? Absolutely. Will they, will they make a second round? Will they make a third round? Potentially. Shit, they might get hot and make a finals, and, and you could spin the block on me. I, I wouldn't care. I would be happy as a pig in shit. I, I wouldn't give a fuck. You could spin the block on me and, and knock me out, okay? You can you could literally shoot me in the toe. I, I could care like Give me a Megan, Stall- Megan the Stallion bullet in my toe when the Knicks win a championship to say, ha, 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 lefty, you were wrong. Like, I could care less. I'd be the happiest person in the world. But it's like when you point these things out, people label you. And they, they're too dumb to realize when you label yourself toxic, it's a satire. It's a fucking parody that the fact that just being real makes you a mean person. It's like now you've made us into these characters. So it's like, you know what? Fine. Like, fuck it. Like, yeah, Josh Hart posts about, like, fucking breast milk. I'm going to be like, yo, why were you wide open and your best friend didn't pass the ball? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like... I don't give a fuck about your little your little frat boy energy that you have with your teammates. Like, all three of you are going to block out RJ quickly and Grimes, and those three are the only people that we can trade to get a star. So it's like, while the Knicks are getting good, they're getting less and less flexible. They're young kids. The kids' era is dead. All these kids are going to lose value. RJ, you spoke about RJ getting uh, in a place of... Um, RJ getting a place where he has to have a COVID season. Like, the second the Knicks find a winning combination of five that doesn't include RJ Barrett, bye-bye. Like, I'm not even talking about getting traded. I'm, like, talking about any value that you thought he had. Bye-bye. Like, once Josh Hart and Grimes are the closers or Josh Hart and Quickly are the closers or DiVincenzo and Grimes are the closers and Tibbs sees that he wins games that way, I'm not going to give a fuck about R.J. Barrett having a slump shooting night, and neither is his fan base because the Knicks are going to be winning games. And, and, and it really takes a patient motherfucker to really understand. And then it's like the, the other thing, State, that bothers me is that people project their opinions, their unwillingness to go through a, a, a rebuild onto Knicks fans. It's, it's so annoying. It's like, oh, y'all would rip these kids apart. Y'all would y'all y'all are impatient. Like that's you. That's you doing. That's not me. That's you doing that. That that's literally not me. The, I've been saying for for a very long time. The biggest fallback of missing in the lottery is you go right back in at no cost. It's getting a bunch of phone calls, but it's 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 a it's a it's a low cost, high reward, low risk, high reward thing. Like. Okay, so you missed out on a lottery pick. You have that guy for three more years for $3 million, and you go right back in the lottery, and then eventually you're going to hit. 
okay? If you're a normal functional organization, you won't be in the lottery forever, okay? You're going to come out of it. And, 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 you know, Knicks fans love doing this. It's like if it's not Knicks, then it's ass. And if it's Knicks, it's, it's the, God's gift to the world. It's like, like Breeze up here. Like Sam Presti can get 100 draft picks, and he traded James Harden for Kevin Martin and lost KD for free. Fine, that's true. But that doesn't discredit his plan, and he's clearly looking at getting another mega star. Like, and he's going to get it. It's not a question about uh, if he's going to get it. It's just when. When is he going to get it? He's going to get the megastar. He has all these draft picks. He has literally SGA and Shet Holmgren. There's nobody – I'm sorry. There's nobody on the Knicks roster that even approaches that prototype of talent. There's nobody on our – and jo- by the way, include Josh Giddy in there. Like, I'm not saying that Brunson's not better than Giddy. I'm just saying, like, those types of talents we do not have. So – like, why are we laughing at that when we need that? I, I don't understand. What do you gain out of that? What, what, what possibly could, could a Nick fan gain? What, what leg do we have to stand on? A team that hasn't won a championship in 51 years. And then you got, and then you got like, people like Dom who are Yankee fans and shit all over the Yankees. But when it comes to the Knicks, it's like, it's like the special joy child. Like, don't, don't, don't say anything bad about him because he might run in his room and lock his door. Like... The Knicks need to be held accountable. That 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 that's all. That's all. Just just hold them accountable. And also, you can give them credit when credit is due. Like I don't know. I just find I find Knicks Twitter to be emotionally un, unintelligent at this point. And it's like it's like the the first verse on four or five seconds by Kanye. It's like woke up an optimist. Sun is shining. I'm sun is shining. I'm positive. Uh, then I heard you were uh, talking sh- talking shit and hold up, I'm back, I'm about to spaz. It's like, I'm actually not that negative about the Knicks. It's just y'all do the fucking most whenever somebody says anything critical about the Knicks and you act like it's, like, I have a demon to be exercised. Like, this guy, this guy is the worst. He's, he's the worst guy on here. Like, you need me. You need, you clearly need me. You clearly need state. We're not narcissists. You clearly are on our dicks. It's getting a little ridiculous at this point. Give a take. Give a take without saying, yo, 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 yo. Give a take. Be direct. Give a take. Say it with your chest. Don't go on another ancillary part of your timeline and kiki and ha-ha about, about the, the topic of the day that you didn't choose, that you're being forced to speak about. So add them up to the list. Set, you know, it's, not, it's not me calling anyone a bitch. Or me challenging anybody to fight. First disclaimer, I'll get my ass kicked. That's why I'm in the gym right now. I'll get my ass to right now as it stands. Everybody on Nick's Twitter can get a lick on me and, and knock me the fuck out. Okay? So congratulations. What you can't do, here's what you can't do. You cannot debate me and win. So I'm, sh- I'm shouting out Cedric, Breeze. You can throw Sean with a U, Sean with an L, the one that I gave him. He's no longer Sean with a W. You can add all these people together, and I will take them on one-on-one. And you know what's funny? Uh, Captain David Pearl. Captain David Pearl, who spends dozens of thousand dollars on the Knicks and doesn't get paid by the Knicks but spends money on them and has the nerve to talk under Jay from Florida shit, talk under Ari from Manhattan shit, but I'm tweeting him with the duck smoking a cigarette saying you're ducking smoke, and he don't want to talk to me. Why doesn't David Pearl want to talk to me? Why does Shannon want to call me a silly circus show? And then I say, hey, 
Let's take all the silly circus shit out of it. Let's talk basketball. Nah, you're not worth my time. An hour later, nah, you're not worth my time. You're emotionally unintelligent. You're not intelligent enough to talk basketball with me. And that's just it. I'm sorry. If that makes me sound egotistical, I don't care because it's facts. Because if it wasn't facts, guess what? If it wasn't facts, someone would come up and squash me like the little fucking bug I am. Right? If that wasn't facts, no, you're good. If that wasn't facts, someone would squash me like the little fucking bug I am. But you can't do that because you fear the fact that I'm going to wash you in a debate and everybody's going to have to listen to it. Or you could just beat me and then I get embarrassed. It, it's a really it's a win win for you because you need me. Done. So congratulations. You done, Vincy? I'm fucking pissed. State, State you need to DM me, by the way, because uh, I got an opportunity for you. It's OK. Um, I understand. Everybody got a Vince sometimes. I think I don't I don't care about none of that shit no more, man. I got so much shit to, to worry about, you know, uh, I'm about the human heart. Yeah, you say that now like, when Dante DiVincenzo scores 18 points and you start getting death threats against the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> get ready, State. You're going to care about it then. I'm telling you, you set your and you set and this is your fault. I threw out the disclaimer. The Knicks are going to be nice. You, REJ, you guys are all in fucking crazy mode like saying that the Knicks are going to regress like I don't believe that oh. and Dante DiVincenzo y'all motherfuckers nice. is getting death threats and shit yeah. this is the audio respect the audio I'm running a show I don't like people doing that shit no more I have a short fuse now that I started this class and I'm beginning to wake up six in the morning damn near every day I have no patience for that no more now if you want to have a one-on-one with somebody y'all want to scream at each other call each other bitches you want to say smd and y'all is one on mano on mano we could do that as a right we're not doing that no more we're gonna have to have start having next twitter space etiquette because I've listened onto other people's spaces, and it sounds like a bunch of kids screaming at each other, crying, why did you take my Pokemon card? That's what it sounds like. It, it definitely sounds like that. And then when Stan and he, Stan smoothing them, they see me, my mute button heavy, trippy starting to get hip to it. Your mute button got to be heavy, v- extremely heavy. You see, I ain't, I ain't interrupt Papa left, no nothing. I let him eat for like 10 minutes straight. I didn't say shit. Because that's the type of guy I am. You in my crib. I got to let you eat. What you want, brother? You want some baked ziti or something? You want some good chicken? I got some flour in the cabinet. You can't go in the kitchen. I'm going to cook it for you. You don't got to worry about that. But we got to have some decorum. That's what Stan was saying. We got to start having way more respect when it comes to the audio. The audio is what people want to listen to. And they want to listen to all your voices. The only person who could cut people off in Twitter spaces is me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> nah, I'm fucking with y'all. We can all cut each other off. But just not yet, man. Come on, man. Just have some respect, man. That's all. Man. Just, that's all I beg for, man. I ain't above nobody, man. I'm human just like y'all, man. Don't be, I, that's why we're, You're just high and Dante DiVincenzo hasn't hit his first three into a timeout. Man, get the fuck out of 
Yeah, man. I ain't, I ain't yo, listen, man. Papa Left, I've been trolling a lot on the timeline for me personally, but it comes to a point where trolling doesn't make me feel good. Because that's why I troll sometimes. That's why I say to certain people when I see them talking about draft prospects in Summer League. I wrote on the Legion tweet. Legion, what the fuck are you writing about guy, draft? Yeah, Legion's another guy. Starts fumbling, been, starts fumbling and fumbling. And then, his, oh, and then oh, out of nowhere, he's in the Matrix out of nowhere when he starts to be. I'm like, yo, brother man, you up on the every single one of my tweets when I disrespect Tibbs. Respectfully. How dare you talk? Or draft prospects on your timeline. You better love Dante DiVincenzo. I only need to see Dante DiVincenzo tweets from certain people. I don't need to see company men talking about no draft prospects. With all due respect, you didn't want them last year. You don't care about David Williams this year, so don't care about them next year. Let negative Knicks Twitter worry about that. You don't need to worry about that. That's our job. You need to keep fanning how you want to fan. Because I think ultimately, either one or the other is going to happen next season. Either the Knicks is going to be really fucking good. They're going to be really fucking good. Because everybody got better. Randall came back, changed the game. They're going to be really fucking good. Or or they're going to do what I'm actually saying and what I've been saying for the past two for the past week since we signed Dante DiVincenzo, the guy who's supposed to, you know, stop Damian Lillard and Miami in a playoff game in game four when the series is, you know, we're down 2-1 and we need to tie the series and Dante DiVincenzo's guarding Damian Lillard <laughs> the last five minutes of the game. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Yo, yo, Jeff, man, what up, man? Um, the, the the name of the space today is what's the bomb. Um, me, I started the space. I was, I'm extremely bored. <laughs> like, um, I've been up since six in the morning. Uh, did a class today. I'm trying to like get shit off of my mind. And I felt maybe a space would help do the job. So, brother, what's on your mind? My, what was on my health of the next mystery, but what you got? I, I had my my shit's gonna be short and sweet. Like I ain't gonna lie, some shit disturbed me this morning. Um, when I seen the um, it was with you. Somebody was it was you. Maybe Papa left too. Y'all was dealing with somebody, and they basically said that it was the fans' fault. There's a segment of Knicks fans we call we. We call anti, we call anti fans or toxic fans, whatever. Yeah, my daughter bugging. But um, the um, they call them toxic fans, whatever, bro. There's a segment of fans that's it's the dickhead men or it's the dickhead segment, bro. If you ever accuse passionate fans as being the reason, I don't care if you're passionate on the company man side. I don't care if you're passionate on the toxic Nick side, whatever. If you accuse any fan. Of being the reason that oh they didn't make this move because of these guys they didn't make this trade they didn't they didn't draft this guy because it is like if I ever hear that stupid shit that shit just bothers me bro I, it was a small thing I'm, I'm gonna get back on to my, my daughter I think she being loud as the louder I get my daughter get right now so. you know how you defeat that you know how you defeat that argument the Knicks literally berated Julius Randle the year he became an all-star. And then the very next year, they somehow were able to get the top player on the market in Jalen Brunson. 
So it makes no sense. The converse, the, the the argument has zero merit. None. Yeah, it's ridiculous, bro. And I, I don't know. I mean, people, I've heard it for a while now. This is not. That's not the first time. But I will say, when I seen it this morning, when I went on to, I'm like, wow, that, like. Cause I, I'm here, I'm here for the company, man. I'm here for the toxic fans. Like I'm here for every segment of Knicks fans, cause we really need to unite, regardless of anything. So I'm here for, I'm here for Knicks fans in general. But that whole segment of fans, it's like, do do they, do y'all actually believe that the that they don't want us to go viral? You think that the front office doesn't like when we go viral, bugging out and doing whatever we do? Like, I, I personally think it, it, it's just. I think we make the team better. We actually, like, it is what it is, bro. It, it was my little short thing that was on my mind. I, I seen what you was talking about, Papa, and it, it made me, it just got me in the, all right, I'm going to get down, bro. I'm going I'm to I'm get back up in a second. <laughs> yo, 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 shout out to little mamas, man. Shout out to little mamas. She like daddy, man. I ain't trying, she like daddy, man. I ain't trying that bullshit, man. You got to put me to sleep, man. I ain't trying that bullshit, man. Let me get, <laughs> Oh, my nephew used to do that bullshit, man. I can't wait to have kids, man. Such a beautiful sound. You know, you won't, you probably won't hear no cursing from me for the next hour. Those sounds sound so beautiful. It's so calming, you know. Um, <laughs> shout out, shout out to You Jeff. just wait till Dante DiVincenzo gets his first Mike yo, Green Man. Yo, 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 you could go fuck yourself with all due respect, Papa Left. Um... Yo, woo, man. Woo. Do not say no dumb shit, bro. What do you want today, bro? What is on your mind? What was on my mind? The concern of the health of the mid-three. If you're not ready yet, woo, um, smooth, you could go. Uh, what's up, smooth? How are you? I don't know if you work today. You did. I want you to start simply. Um, yeah, what's up, yo? Yeah, what's up, bro? What's on your mind, bro? What's good? Uh, yo, Papa left. Uh, I hope I hope uh, everything good with the Uber thing. We should we should uh talk more about it uh, later. So I just want to throw that in there. Um, yo, man. I was uh, gonna pick up. I was gonna pick up somebody, but it said I was going to New York, so I said fuck them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of work, man. But uh, look, man, when it comes to uh, you know, the Knicks. I think what people don't understand is, is um, like, look, it's annoying when people say um, you're not a real fan just because you think objectively, right? So when it comes to I, – I think our biggest thing is you can't say that you want to be some of these, you know, iconic franchises, right? Like, you can't tell us as far as negative Knicks Twitter, oh, we want to do what Denver does. Oh, we want to do what the Lakers did or – uh, Golden State. If you look at some of those franchises right there, they grew their talent. They didn't trade them away for nothing, right? And I, I think what, what's clouding a lot of people's judgment is the wins, right? Because we're so used to losing that they accept anything because we're winning games now. And I get it because you don't want to lose anymore. We understand that. But at the same time, don't sit here and tell us that you want to be the next, you know, Denver Nuggets, but yet you're not consistently developing your guys. You're not putting them in the best rows, and you're you're here keeping players on the team that are going to hinder that development long term, right? 
And here's my thing, right? Just like people say, oh, well, if we develop, if we, if we went with all young guys, right, we would be a lottery team. Most likely, maybe you would. But what if you actually had decent coaching, right? What if you actually had a great system? What if you built a culture with that young core to where you still made the playoffs with that young core and then you could still sign anybody you want because you have a young core? Like, you get what I'm saying? So my whole thing is is the path that we're going on right now, right? We're on a path where none of these kids are going to be on the team in the next two or three years. Right. And we're going to and we're gonna, you're going to be blinded by it because you're going to win, you know, 45, 50 games, you know, around that range. You're going to be a top six team and you're going to be thinking you're actually closer to winning a championship. But in reality, you're further away because you still don't have that guy that can put you over the top. You're building around the wrong players. So that's the part that's frustrating. And then we're going to be busy trading these young guys. Right. And they're going to flourish in other places. And I'm talking about Grimes, IQ, Obi, you know, those players, right? And they're going to flourish in other places. And we're all going to be sitting here winning 45, 50 games. We're going to be the next Philadelphia 76ers where we're making the playoffs every year, but we're not winning shit, right? So you guys are going to be cool with that, which is fine. We understand it. But then let's just say five years down the line, comes and you still don't win shit and all you're doing is making the playoffs and now these players want to go elsewhere then you're right back to being a really bad team because you don't have any guys that you develop you traded all of them away so that's where you know some some like me or jay or other players come from because we're, we're like yo you're going to be doing all this winning right now and when it when it doesn't work out what do you have after that then you're going to be smooth. You see what you just did, though? You were able to ignite. People probably missed it because they hate your face and they hate your voice and they hate you. But what you were able to do is you were able to acknowledge both sides of an argument and ultimately say where you stand. Nobody on Positive Nick's Twitter does that. Nobody. They all they all just say snarky shit and they all just discredit you and make it seem like you're just saying the Knicks is trash. You literally said that the Knicks are going to win 50 games a year and be a top six seed. And it's a tough ask for fans to emotionally deal with it. But I hope people like actually heard what he was saying, because I think for some reason there's people on Twitter that, that will hear that and say, Oh, this guy has sat through 20 years of losing. And now he wants to lose more because the team's in the playoffs. It's just like pathetic. Right. And my, and my, and another argument that I would want to say is, I get that a lot of people don't believe in the young core. Like, we totally understand it, right? But what if you actually had a, let's say, a time stone, and you went back in time, and instead of you keeping Julius Randle, instead of you signing the Jalen Brunson, right, what if you actually took a chance with literally just the young core, and you just brought solid veterans around them to build them up, and what if you still made the playoffs? See, for me, it doesn't matter if we're a five or a six. If you make the playoffs, you make the playoffs. But what if you actually would be able to roll with the young core and make the playoffs without having a, a Randall or Brunson, right? Because if we all believe in it, well, some believe in the talent the way that we do, what's better, making the playoffs with the young core 
but having unlimited draft assets and cap space or being in this situation now? What's the difference? You're still making the playoffs, right? So, so the, my, standards, my... the standards are so low that everything that Knicks fans boast about could be accomplished by keeping the young core intact. Like right. if the Knicks made if the Knicks made the eighth seed for three straight years, guess what? Three straight years of playoffs. We were bad for twenty years, and now we made the playoffs. You do not need Josh Hart to accomplish those standards at all. We were literally going to be in the playoffs again. And and, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, it's just ridiculous, man. And and and, the, and I like Josh thing, Hart, right? but it's just ridiculous. But and here goes the thing, right? With with the young core, the way that we've seen them, right? There's evidence to support that if they had a bigger role, that they would shine in a bigger role, right? You could point to Emmanuel quickly. You could point to Grimes when Randall was out. You, you Before Obi got traded, we literally had evidence that supported that argument like, yo, even without Randall, we're still winning games. They're, they're developing. They are, they're, they're showing that they can do more in a bigger role. And yet we sit here and put it in a small role and think, oh, well, that's what they can do, right? So – with the young core, my, my thing is, is, look, like, stop telling people how to fan, right? Just because we're objective doesn't mean that we're fans. We're just not going to sit here and kiss y'all ass because you won 47 games. Like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just not with that, right? So I, I just think that, yeah, you know, if you want to be the 76ers and make the playoffs every year, listen, I listen to their channels every day. And they're getting really impatient and frustrated because they're like, yo, we always make the playoffs but we don't ever win shit. If that's what you want to be, we're headed right in that direction. Because right now, there's still evidence right now to support that we still cannot get a star. Like, like, no matter how you slice it, there is no evidence at all in three years, going on four, that this front office is incapable of getting a star player. I'm not giving you feelings. I'm giving you facts. All right? And... You guys sit here and have this hope just because we won 47 games that that guy has come here. If you notice, the only people that really come here is because they really want to come here. I like Jalen Brunson. And in two years, it's probably going to be Donovan Mitchell. And you're going to be like, oh, well, I guess no stars wanted to come here, right? And I already know that's coming down the pipeline. But my, my point is, is, look, unless people really want to come here, we're not getting a star. If you haven't noticed, what happened to Bradley Beal? What happened? What happened to PG thirteen? What 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 happened to uh to Embiid possibly wanting to come here? A Zion or or whoever whatever star you want. What happened to all? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving? Like nobody really wants to come here and play for this head coach. They literally sit here and had a damn vote on who would they. Rather not play for, and guess it was on that list. <laughs> so, so like my my thing is unless unless they really want to be here, unless they really want to be here, then then we're not we're not really gonna get any stars. And then if you're mistreating players, why would anybody want to come here, right? If you notice, Donovan Mitchell is really the only star that wants to be here. And I'm not giving you feelings; I'm giving you facts. What other star wants to be – you think Luka Doncic is going to want to play for Tom Thibodeau just because Jalen Brunson and him are really good friends? You are out of your fucking mind if you think that shit is going to happen. 
And you know what kind of assets you would have to give up to get a player like that? But y'all don't want to give up nobody, though. You got to pay to play. So at the end of the day, look, if you really want to become a Denver Nuggets, this ain't the way to go about it. If you just want to make the playoffs every year, don't give me this, oh, we we trying to build. This is not building. This is just winning games just to get there, and y'all are satisfied. If you really want to build, you got to take your lumps, pause, so therefore you can become a championship contender. Because I hate to break it to y'all, but when Miami gets Damian Lillard on that team, we're not a top-five team no more. You're literally going to be playing for a position so you're not in the play, and you still might be there because you don't know what Atlanta's going to do. You don't know what Brooklyn's going to do. Indiana has a lot of talent. You don't know what they're going to do. We're just assuming that because we made a fifth seed that we're going to be, you know, a top-five team. I hate to break it to y'all, but the only reason why we were a top-five team is because Brooklyn traded their stars, and I'm not giving you feelings. I'm giving you facts. You guys love <laughs> You guys, you guys always say that to us. Oh, you guys always spit about your. F- I'm giving you facts. We would not be a top five seed team if Brooklyn didn't trade their stars. And you don't know how good Brooklyn's gonna be. Listen, I hate those cocksuckers, but at the end of the day, you don't know how good they're gonna be. And y'all just live in fantasy land because we won 47 games. Just like when I heard the space yesterday. Oh, well, you know, you know what have we done for 20 years? Why the fuck are we? Comparing this compared to the last 20 years, you're supposed to compare them to the contemporaries right now. Let me ask y'all a question. If you think Isaiah Thomas had this roster on, on, you know, and he was the gym, you don't think he could still make the playoffs? Fuck the seeding. You don't think that any GM that we had in the last 20 years had this team specifically with Tom Thibodeau as the head coach. You, you, you think that we still couldn't have made the playoffs? Of course we could have, because the talent is way better now than it was back then. You think if Phil Jackson was running this team right now, if he had Tom Thibodeau as whoa, the head whoa, coach. Whoa, 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 Hold on, hold on. No, no, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting somewhere. I'm cooking. I'm getting somewhere. I'm cooking. Hold on. No, no. No, no. I'm going to use your line. Don't fuck up the audio. Let me finish. Hold on. Listen, listen. listen. If we had Joe Jackson running this franchise, right? I'm talking about today, not not a couple years ago. If he had this exact team, this roster, with Jalen Brunson running up, you still think we can't make the playoffs? I didn't say top five C team. Oh. I said Rand, make the playoffs. Yo, smooth. No, no, listen, no, 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 listen, listen. We're we're using Tibbs' system. We're not we're not using the. I'm talking about today. I'm not talking about the triangle. I said if he was running the team, not the office. I'm saying everything that we're doing right now. The only I'm going to make your point for you. I think if Tibbs coached Marbury, Crawford, and and Nate Robinson and all those guys, I think they would have made an eighth seed easily. Bro, bro, if Phil Jackson was the Knicks president of basketball operations today, Randall and Brunson would be on the trade block. What are we talking about here, man? And you know what? And you know what? And you know what, State? And you know what, State? That's a good thing. You want to know why? Because no, we would build no, through the no, fucking no, draft. We would build through the draft. No, no. No, do, no, do not cut off the audio, State. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no, not. Yes, you are. You're not letting me finish. I, go ahead. 
Let me finish. I'm trying to save your audio, brother. I love you. But look, all I'm saying is, is listen, like the way that we run this team right now, specifically, you could have put literally anybody in that position and we would still make the playoffs. We would still make the playoffs. Well, what difference would it make? Who's the GM? We don't even have a GM right now, bro. So you mean to tell me if we kept everything the same right <laughs> yeah. now and you put Phil, Phil Jackson, you mean to tell me he still couldn't have made the playoffs? Come on, brother. Like, let, let's talk facts. With this team, we're good enough. It doesn't matter who the GM is. We're good enough to still make the playoffs because, first of all, really it's like a 60, it's like a 67% chance we make the playoffs anyway. So you would have to be really bad. To not even get into the fucking playing if Phil Jackson was was the GM right now, and I don't think we're that bad. I'm Move. just keeping it real with you. Move. I love you, State, but that's my take. With all due respect, that was one of the worst takes I ever heard from you. No, that's bullshit. I, I felt like I felt like I felt like I wanted to throw up. If Phil it fits Jack- your narrative, bro, we would do through the draft. If it fits Phil, your if narrative. Phil- but that's he would point. he would he would build them up and trade them so Phil, we could build through the draft. That fits Phil, your narrative. Hold on, Phil would have traded. Uh, listen, listen to me, bro. First of all, <laughs> round again. That's one. Two. I love Phil Jackson to death. The Zen master knew all. He tried to trade Porzingis for Booker. He kept all our first round picks. I understood what Phil Jackson was trying to do. He got Frank Nilakina. But you know what? Jeff Hornacek said said. I'm going to start Jared Jack with Porzingis and said to Phil, fuck you. So you know what? I live with the results. If it wasn't for Phil, we wouldn't be where we at today. But Phil, with this roster, Phil would absolutely trade Julius Randle's ass. Absolutely. And he's not interested in making a play. You don't think Phil would have tried to tank for women, Yama? We got to talk about people's philosophies and shit. Like, it, it, it I, I give you an example. Matter of fact, I, I take it even back further, right? If you keep dumbass Phil, Phil is tanking for Luca. Kevin Knox will not be your draft pick for sure. He would have stripped that roster down and tanked again. And he'll, he would have kept tanking, brother. He would have kept tanking until you felt like, yo, you know what? All right, now nah, I got and, and you know what, State? He still would have made the playoffs. Yo. He still would have made the playoffs. You saying it's so blasphemous, bro? I watched Phil Jackson literally ran mellow out of out of New York, bro. <laughs> like, nah, Phil, Phil Jackson fuck, is Phil a genius. Badly, Phil fucked up badly. He he signed Mellow to no trade. He signed Joe Kim Noah, Derek Rowe. He fucked this team up badly, bro. But he did start. He did start the rebuild. I give I give him that credit. He said Mellow at this point in your career, go chase a ring. We need guys on both sides of the floor, and he was looking for that type of player. Unfortunately, he had his head stuck up his ass and thought he was going to recreate the triangle with whomever like he thought was a good archetype for it. So Frank Milikina became his first round pick. I'm sorry, State, but he's ass. Frank was never nice. And you know, you know what? Our GM doesn't fucking do anything anyway. So even if Phil Jackson literally didn't do shit with Leon this Rose, team. Leon Rose, when they interviewed him in 2019, Mike Breen, and you could look it up on YouTube. It's not me just talking shit, okay? When when Leon Rose was asked by Mike Breen during COVID, hey, Mike, you know, what kind – hey, Leon, what kind of player are you interested in? Like, are you – do you have a certain archetype? He's like, well, I don't know. He literally is like, I, I don't know. Like, at least Phil, like, Phil had a stupid idea of recreating the triangle, 
but at least he had a philosophy. Like, we literally just handed everything over to Tibbs, and we keep flip-flopping. Like, it's like, hey, you know, hey, Tibbs, uh, you know, maybe you need some more shooting. Or, 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 or. And then, like, yo, Tibbs, I, I think you should bench Evan Fournier for the kid. It's like we, we've literally handed him the keys to operate our entire franchise. And now it's not, they're not even hiding it. It's like literally he's the GM. He makes the calls. He gives – there's no edict on how many guys get minutes. There's no organizational structure here. It's Tibbs and the cronies. That, that's all it is. And, and he's making it work. And to his credit and to Leon Rose's credit, they're winning games, and they they got the fan base by the balls. So good for them. I respect it. I respect it. I respect the Leon Rose masterclass. I respect it. It's got Nick's content creator shaking ass through a hula hoop every day. Good for him. <laughs> Yo, okay, man. I've been listening to a lot of people. A lot of people frustrations lately, man. Yeah, I heard Billy curse for the real first time. Like I never thought I would hear him curse, and he literally cursed somebody out. I think I heard Tony tell somebody, "You could, you, you could meet me outside, and we, we could, we could fight over the dice games. Like you could, you could meet me outside. We could go in the alley. Like, we don't believe you. You need more people. I, I don't believe any of you on here have sources." Of course, it's not enough. I sent him. I sent him a source, like a text of like what the Knicks lineup would be. This is little silly goose shit. I'm not talking about oh, you know, someone on the corner over here, and he tells you a little whisper. A little birdie told me this. I'm talking. Do you know if the Knicks is close on OG and Anobi? Because if they get OG in here, then then you're talking about five-time world champions. Then I shut up. Then Thanos goes back. Into into the realms. I'm I'm <laughs> sending Tony. Tony's getting an invite to my wedding because I don't want him to, to fucking murder me one day. So he, he's gonna get an invite. It's just it's in, it's in the plans. I don't know. Can I say one last thing? Yeah, go ahead. So uh, you know, if if you need a bodyguard uh, to protect you or Papa left, you know, I'm the same side as Tony. So I just want to throw that in there as well. Um, but. <clears throat> This is what I don't want to happen, right? You see how, and this is, and this is facts, by the way. You see how when Melo came here, right? We didn't build around him, but we wanted to make the playoffs. And then as soon as we traded him, we had nothing left after that, right? Then we built through the draft to where we got RJ Barrett and some of the other players, right? Y'all want to go through that again, where we win all these games or we try to chase the playoffs every year, and then as soon as we trade those players, we have nothing after that. Because you fucking dumbasses want to trade young talent to win games now to not win anything? Or do you want to build through the draft consistently, make the playoffs once they it's develop? Over. It's or over. They develop this, is, this is it. It's over. We're, we're, right, going, but, we're going. This is the direction we're in. The kids but that's, the, but that's the point of, the, that's the point of negative Nick's Twitter, bro. It's, it's over, bro. That, that's the point of negative Nick's Twitter, though. DeRose, we don't want to. Zach Levine, go, count your days. Here we go. Right, I just don't want to win games. I just don't want to win. And, and home, this, Charlie, home court advantage. Home court advantage. Benning favorites versus the Miami Heat eighth seed. That was our shot to make the NBA Finals in our lifetimes, and now it's not going to happen. Anymore. Now we're stuck. No. <laughs> that was it. 
Nixon five, baby, Nixon five. Then like a week later, Nix losing six. Oh, be happy. Be ha- you told me Nixon five. You told me, not not me. That opportunity will never happen. Home court advantage against Max Struess and Caleb Martin. And you're telling me, yo, relax, relax. You were saying Nixon five. You were saying it. They're not me. I was saying, yo, watch out. Spolster's like a way better coach than Tibbs. I apologize to Mitchell Robinson. I'm reserving my apology to Tibbs because I respect Eric Spolstra. And then you guys are like, nah, Nixon five. It was Nixon lost game one. And then it was like, it was always Nixon five though. And then, then and you're the group of people telling me that I'm doing silly shit. It was always Nixon five though. No, I think that's just how positive Nick Twitter is, bro. Like they, like, like you said, I'm not going to lie. Like, Ari was spot on about this, too. Um, Ari brought up something that was really, like, it was crazy how he even, like, brought it up. But he said Nick's Twitter is the types that they wouldn't even care about the tape. If it's a person that they always disagree with and have battles with, they're going to disagree regardless. So it could be some, it could be a random account, right? And he'll tweet some shit that Papa Left, Papa Left will tweet. He'll, he'll tweet some shit that Papa Left will say. That account will get mad love. But if Papa Left tweet the same shit, people going to be, oh, Papa Left, you're your bad fan. You know, you, 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 you crystal ball. You know, you, you know. Don't do Tony like that. Tony's <laughs> one of the only people of Company Man Nick's Twitter that actually stands on his toes and gives his takes. <laughs> he's like literally the only one. Like Jay Nicky, I give Jay Nicky went into a, a a pack of gargoyles and actually held his own too. So I give Jay Nicky all the credit in the world. I love Jay Nicky, but yeah. I know Rick, I know yeah. Rick doesn't. I know Rick thinks he wears nipple rings all day. But I do love Jay Nicky. I think he provides a lot of value on and off Nick's Twitter. So good for him. The rest of positive Nick's Twitter think, has to step in the ring. You have to step in the ring. I think everybody does great content. I love everybody. Um, you don't love all your family members. Some of your family members, you love them from afar. So that's how I feel about all Nick content creators. With that said, I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. But we both, we all want to win a championship. I just think some of the disagreements go too far at times. And also, people got a section. Like, we got variants, right? Everybody got a section of the fan base. There's a lot of people who support me. Uh, A lot of people who think just like me. It's a lot of people, oh, you know, you're a state barrier. Oh, you act like popular O's. We all want a championship. I think that's the... The, the most important thing. I think we I'm lose not sure sight of that. that. I think we lose sight of it. Me per um, just me personally because talk. of the, just personal vendettas and, and 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 what the fuck you just said, Woo? I say he's allowed to talk. As soon as I picked up the mic, you muted the fuck out of my ass. Yo, yo you know what my mama do when I interrupt her speaking? She curse me out and tell me go to. But the I'm the only one who just did that, right? I'm the only. No, what do you want, Woo? Go ahead and speak. What do you want? I, I didn't even get a no, chance to finish. I like, just have one thing to say. It's like, damn, man. It, it's like double standards you guys always have, and it's annoying uh-huh. as fuck. Okay, what's the double standards? 
the double standard is you like I picked up the mic. I said, hey, yo, the lefty, did you really get a death threat? And you just bought me like, oh nigga, you gotta have fucking decorum and all this shit. Motherfucking smooth and jumping in. South just South just jumped in and said something. Papa Leppin jumping in saying sh shit the whole fucking time. Why is it different when I do that shit? Shut the fuck up, Lefty. Shut the fuck up, man. I'm talking. Listen. 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 Hold on. Hold on. Hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. Let me say my shit, man. All right, since y'all are victims. Go ahead. You're a victim. I'm not saying nothing. Go ahead, Wu. You have the floor. Go ahead. Literally entered in on some victim shit. Papa Left, shut the fuck up. Allow Wu to speak, please. I, I want to be fair. Wu said we don't be fair. Wu already said me a deal. He said, yo, yo, stay. I love you, young brother, but I feel like sometimes you don't let everybody. I want to be fair. I don't want people to think that they're not family. Like, everybody's Nick family. You are welcome to come in the crib. Just don't go in my fucking kitchen. You ask if you want some juice or some cooling. Okay, that's fine. That, that's fine. I just saw, I saw other people picking up the mic and saying this shit. But when I send my shit, you had to plot me and say, and, and, and say, you know, this this is my house and all this bullshit. Listen to this, though. No, all right. The, state, the, state, first of all, last year, you, didn't you say Nixon 5 against Miami or no? Yes, I did. Yes, okay. I did. All right. All right. All right. All right. Next one. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, um, you, do you guys realize? Okay. Who's the two? Uh, state, Lefty, Ari, Jay from uh, Florida, right? You guys are four of the most prominent motherfuckers on Nick's Twitter. You guys are the main ones putting motherfuckers in boxes. You calling me a company man. All this shit, all this shit. I'm in the Nick's man since 87. And then you guys get sent. Wait, 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 nigga. Shit. And then y'all get and then y'all get sensitive when a motherfucker wants to react to the box you putting them in and act like little bitch ass victims. And that shit's annoying as fuck. That shit's annoying as fuck. That's just lame as fuck. Hey, you can't, you can't call. Man, shut the take? fuck up, Lefty. I'm not talking about Nick's take. You guys are sitting there acting like, oh, you guys say you ain't my subs and all this shit. Nigga. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I'm weeing your subs because you guys are the loudest motherfuckers putting people in boxes and shit. Tell me I'm a company man. I've been a Nick's fan my whole fucking life. I'm 40, almost a 44-year-old man. You know what I mean? You guys, are, You guys are the ones who label people. You know what I mean? But want to act like victims when people respond. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So and that, that's my point right there. That's some that's some hypocritical, pussy ass shit mm -hmm. in my motherfucking right. opinion. And that's some that's some pussy ass yeah. shit. And then hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say let me say one let me say one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. This is not even related to what I was saying. Okay. Mm -hmm. Earlier this week, I made a comment about you state. And I mean, a comment about Jay from Florida, Ari, Ari from uh, the Bronx, or Ari from Queen, or uh, where are you from? Shaolin, Manhattan, mm -hmm. and then uh, 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 Lefty, right? It was anti-Semitic and racist, and I apologize, and it was wrong, and I own up to that shit one thousand percent. It was wrong. I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. I don't, I don't even know what he's talking about. I've been up since 6 this morning. You think I I get at, added all day on this dumb act. I get added from company men, from random fucking Abbeys, from, from other motherfuckers. You think I see that shit? You think I 
think I'm, I know racism is bad. We all know racism is bad. You think I'm thinking about racism when the Knicks signed Dante DiVincenzo and got to break a 51-year title drought? You think I give a shit about that right now? I don't care. Where's your honor and respect for me? You think I wanted to work on COVID and have no Nick basketball on with this big stupid ass suit? I had to wear a, a big fucking suit, man. I, oh my God, I got nightmares about that shit, man. And then the last time I seen Randall that season, he was doing spinneroni moves and, and, and triple team coverage, man. And then you go and draft Obi's backup when I didn't watch basketball for eight, nine months. And then I had to watch Alfred Payton for two years straight. What the fuck is wrong with some of you Knicks fans? How dare you tell me I put you in a box when you put me in a box? I you invented the term company man. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I haven't called you a company man in weeks. I don't in weeks, you in weeks, okay. That's one. No, brother, you're lying. One. Two, I know you're not a company man. Three, I came at you because you African-American like me, and I see your silly ass under all my tweets like Candyman, but you ain't never under Christiani tweets. You ain't never under them guys' tweets. Hey, People yeah. call me so How dare you? Hold on. How dare you? As a person who's been doing this shit for five, six years, how dare you come at my intelligence when it comes hey, to Nick? But overall, how dare you act like, like no, a no, victim, no, homie? No, 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 I let you get your shit off. It be people on this app. It's people like JB. These dudes don't even be talking about my take. They'll just come for my intelligence like I'm stupid. Because you come for our intelligence daily. It's saying you guys, them guys, that just because we have our own point of view, you want to put us in a box, and we don't appreciate that shit, and we speak up. That's what it is. And you know that's what it is. I speak up. I speak up. That's why everybody do videos now. I speak up. I'm the person who said, I'm going to put myself in the forefront. How the fuck you going to come at my intelligence? How dare some of you dudes talk about me like You that? motherfuckers came up here acting like victims, homie. Michael is. You literally started a by right saying atrium, a left atrium, off. a right ventricle, a left ventricle. A lot of y'all don't know some of this shit. How dare you come at my intelligence and talk about my next stage? Like I'm I not said, coming at your intelligence. I'm coming at you talking about you know you a company man. You this, you that. You know what I mean? You just make your hey. You this, you that. Nigga, I've been the Knicks fan longer than you. You can't tell me what I am. It was under my tweets when I was saying the Knicks should tank. And fans like you disrespected me and called me. I have my, I have my, I have my basketball fucking opinion. I have my fucking basketball opinion. I have my basketball opinion. That's it. Why the fuck? Why, 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 why the fuck? Why the fuck? Everybody gotta have the same opinion as y'all or be labeled and be in a box. Shut the fuck up, Lefty. I don't give a fuck what you say, Lefty. Shut the fuck up, nigga. Shut the fuck up, Lefty. I don't want to hear a word from your fucking mouth, Lefty. Shut the fuck up, bitch. You a bitch-ass motherfucker. Shut the fuck up. Hey, Lefty. Okay, okay, Lefty. All right, brother. I'm going to fuck you up, you little bitch-ass motherfucker. And then you got people thinking you're No, it's all good, man. Fuck this shit. Yo, the last time you see me on my Twitter, and I'm letting it rock. I ain't muting nobody no more. 
when was the last time you seen me on my Twitter and shared a company man tweet? I don't look for you dudes, man. Y'all no. at me all day. I don't Thank look you. for these dudes. That's the bullshit. I don't look for these dudes. I don't need y'all. Yo, yo, word to my mother, I don't need y'all for takes. When I said trade Randall and Ari was saying trade Randall, South saying trade Randall, everybody was disrespecting us. I got two of my Twitters deleted, bro. That shit fucked my money up, bro. I had a Nick fan. I couldn't even send him his shit when my last Twitter got deleted. He texted my phone like, bro, where my clothes? Then my phone got lost. So ain't he thinking I'm slim now. I sent them his bread, but goddamn, y'all don't understand how that shit blew mine. Y'all don't understand like, like a lot of these dudes be secret haters. This is why, uh, this is why I defeat random abbeys. Because you, I think some of y'all is really like content creators or or people who got thousand followers, and you don't want to interact with me under that account. So you'll go on to some stupid ass account, and call me dumb and shit like that, just so you could get my shit deleted. And that's for everybody. Protect your shit. That's why I'm put. I'm, that's why I say, yo, you know what? You know what I'm gonna do for random man. I'm gonna just create a video, cause you can't. You since you can't create a video, I'm gonna create one, cause you can't put yourself on front street. You can't give your emotion to people in videos. Now, how can I believe something that's not tangible? How can I believe something that's I, I can't I can't see state? Nick and Nate, I met him in real life. You don't even see me. I don't even curse at that man no more. I don't even think I cursed at him in months. It's all about the respect. I don't respect a lot of y'all. And y'all do lame shit, like shit, shit in Nick group chats. Like people don't DM me y'all Nick group chat, chat screenshots, bro. Like I don't got mole rats in there. Ha ha, yo, state, look what, what he said about your take. Come on, you big dummy. Please, come on. Come on. You got a guy like Big Nick Energy. Cool fella. I have no problems with this man. I did a simple analogy. You company men are the type of people that man's a see they chick with another guy. They man's a call him like, bro, I see your girl with another guy. Take the picture, send it to you, and you'll call your man's a liar. And hang up. Because company men accept anything the Knicks do. Anything. How dare you? Oh, well, well, Randall, you know, Randall, Randall hurt his ankle in the playoffs. So you wanted Tim's to play him 37 minutes per versus Miami? Like, you, you wanted him to do that? I'm, I'm confused. I don't know what's your take. I don't know what's your take. You had, yo, you got prominent Nick accounts. I love Jay Nicky. How dare you go on your Nick account? with your thousands of followers and say, Isaiah Roby is your backup four. Are you fucking shitting me, man? I watched Antonio McDice blow his knee out in the fucking preseason, man. You talking about Isaiah Roby, man? Come on, where, how far have the, the... Come on, man. We've fallen so far as a fan base, man. Yo, y'all yeah, yeah. Brother, brother, brother man, brother man, brother man. I, I'm, I'm going to come and bring some calm and peace and civility to the conversation. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, um, you know, shout out to Woo. I don't know where he went. <laughs> shout out to Woo. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Woo. You know what I mean? 
course. I respect that. I ain't going nah, 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 You know, we from the hood. Yo, it, it, it's, 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 it's on board. You know what I mean? Yo, yes. But what I wanted now, to say, though, like, just was, to yeah. back up, you know, what you're saying, mm. the, the difference, see, well, what he's talking about, I, I get it, like, partially, but it's not the full context. Because when I give a take, right, you, Lefty, Afri, J, I don't like, oh, let me see. But I don't even follow a lot of these fucking accounts. So I don't even know half the people y'all talk about most of the time and shit. I don't fucking go on no, you know what I mean, so-called company man shit and be like, oh, this is what they said? Now I'm going to formulate my shit. No. My takes, I stand on my takes and I say it and I say it with my chest and here comes the hate. Which is fine. I don't mind if you don't like my take or you want to debate it. But when you have people and, and you called out something, and it's true, and I didn't even know that people outside our thread were seeing this shit, but obviously they do. You know what I mean? You have people that simply wait for me to fucking tweet something, and then they hear they come and shit. You know what I mean? With the essays and the fucking hee hee ha ha. No matter what I say, like just yesterday, I was defending RJ Barrett, y'all. I even did a poll. A poll, a fair one, where I was like, yo, I even said it in the motherfucking, since I know it's coming from me, I said my take would surprise most of y'all. You know what I mean? Just so that, you know what I mean, people don't think that I just put it out there on some negative slant shit. I just wanted to get, you know what I mean, answers to if RJ better than Josh Hart, which I told people that RJ better than Josh Hart to compare them is an insult to me. And I don't even fuck with RJ back. You know what I'm saying? But that's the difference. As an objective fan who y'all call negative, I could call it how I see it. What most, no, I don't want to say most, what a large percentage of our fan base wants you to do is just shut the fuck up, throw on your little skirt, you know what I mean, your tennis shoes and your pom-poms and go fucking root for the team. And, and that shit right there is a low vibration to me, man. It's like, bro, they are professionals. They get paid to play a game that we consume with our dollars, with our time, you know what I mean? So I can criticize them for fucking not winning for 51 years. I, I think that they have, they've earned some of this fucking criticism. How the fuck y'all gonna tell me to be positive out of the fucking blue? This is not high school. This is, my boys are 12 years old. It ain't me rooting for them at their game and rooting for all they fucking teammates. Those are kids. They doing it for fun. So, yeah, when I go there, I'm strictly, you know, positive. Even when I be barking on them, I'm positive. You know what I'm saying? Because they are kids and they're doing it for fun. These are professionals. The moment you sign that motherfucking check, there comes a responsibility. Should be, at least, right? A responsibility to your organization. A responsibility to your teammates a responsibility to your fans. So if I am criticizing the performance of my favorite team that I keep talking about for motherfucking years, it just like uh, State said, we had an agent in our thread that got my fucking shit deleted. Bro, Cappy Island used to follow me, my motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And for you OGs that know Cappy Island and was beating off the uh, Sports Illustrated magazines, you know what I mean, before the internet and before fucking, you know what I mean, uh, Pornhub, y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. 
So I had a lot more, lot more, a lot more followers, and I was on this fucking app since 09. A lot more opinions about things past basketball. So I say that to say the people that y'all, yeah, some of y'all coming up here talking about, oh, we playing victim. You ain't playing victim because I don't go looking for y'all shit. Like I said, trust me, I don't know half the people y'all be talking about. From this group, from that group, I don't give a two fucking fucks about them. I talk about the Knicks as I see it. Period. I put out takes before things happen. I don't wait for the Knicks to lose to the Heat to say, oh, oh Randall, this and that, this and that. I said from before the series started, I don't want to hear about Randall's ankle. If we're not talking about Brunson's ankle, I don't want to hear about Randall's ankle. Lo and behold, people wait till we lose, and then they form opinions. To me, that's soft. If you're going to form an opinion, form it. Stand by it. That's why today I tweeted out my old 48 takes. Because you remember, State. Motherfuckers was laughing. Motherfuckers was bashing me and called me all types of names because I said, yo, four years for, for 48 is crap. No, no, it's a flexible contract. South, no, 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 it's a good contract, and they're going to move him easily, and then he's going to this, and he's going to that. Is is Fournier off the team? Can somebody, um, please, you know, if you don't want to say it on this uh, spaces, just just send me a DM. Is Fournier still on the team? Yes. Um. So the Knicks, obviously, uh, that contract uh, is not that right. favorable, right? Which is what I said. Two years ago. See, I don't wait for it to be like, oh, now shit is safe. Yo, let me go ahead and tweet. Yo, Fournier's contract, you know, might be a mistake. Nah, I said it when they signed that shit. I said four years for 48 is fucking crap. And I kept laughing at motherfuckers four more years of 48. Y'all not going to like it. See, that's when you stand strong on your shit. You don't wait for, you don't go outside and be like, oh, shit. It's 90. Let me throw on shorts. You tell motherfuckers this is going to be 90. You know what I mean? A fucking 12 months before. You know what I mean? It happened. So I say that to say my landing here is that, look, we're all Knicks fans. I disagree. I don't think all Knicks fans want a championship. I think for some, it would be validation, but I don't think they actually want it. They actually are cool with winning some games and making the playoffs and, and getting some entertainment. Because if you really wanted the Knicks to win a championship, you hold the fucking feet to the fire. It's been 51 years. I think they deserve to, you know, have their feet held to the fucking fire. If y'all d- disagree, so be it. Right? All I'm saying is that, listen, we can have different opinions. And that's fine. That's what makes the shit fun. It's cool. But to sit here and say that they ain't people that look for certain people to tweet, no matter how good the basketball take is, because if y'all notice my takes, yeah, I lace it with a lot of fucking comedy and, and sarcastic Queens nigga shit, excuse my language. But if y'all really looking at what I'm saying, the basketball take is dead in plain view. But people don't want to do that. They just see a name and they ready to attack the fucking you know, tweet. But it's funny how none of these same company men, if y'all don't fucking like the term, so be it, fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? None of them came yesterday and was like, yo, yeah, you're right, you're right, Sal. Uh, RJ better than Harder. Oh, I can't believe you know you you're picking up RJ. None of them. Nobody did that shit. 
Nobody. That's how you know this shit is agenda driven. How come? Because if I said RJ get a shit punched at the rim, you know how many motherfuckers come under my tweet? <laughs> but I will leave it. Yo, there, can I? Let me. Let me. I gotta ask uh, Saf a question, but before I ask the question, this is what we what we gonna do. You have to pick a side, right? And we're, I'm gonna go based off of evidence and facts. If you notice, when people keep saying, "Look at the last 20 years, what have we done?" Right? Here's what we've done, right? So in the last 20 years, you know, after we went to the NBA Finals, you know, earlier, you know, in a decade, right? After that, what happened? We we had all these expectations, right, to keep making the playoffs. But guess what? We had no talent for a long ass time, right? No talent whatsoever, right? Once once we made, you know, once we had our little run, we went to the finals, right? We didn't do shit after that, right? Then we get to the mellow era when we finally get a fucking star because we were so bad for years, right? We made the playoffs, right? And then after that, what happened? We had no fucking talent and we had to build through the draft. We actually drafted well, right? It's just that, you know, we just didn't stay with it. And then we had some other issues with the front office and stuff. And then we got to this point where, guess what? We're winning all over again, right? We're winning all these games, right? And what's the outcome of it after that? Do y'all want to go a third term where you win, you make the playoffs for a couple years, and then you have nothing after it to show for it because you don't have talent, you don't trade it all your kids, you're probably going to be capped out with no fucking drafts because you made selfish moves. Is that the route you want to go? Or do you want to go the route where you just build long-term, right? You could still possibly make the playoffs with a young core. But here goes the thing. Even if you went that route and you chose to build with a young core, right? None of them are stars right now. So you wouldn't have bad contracts for one. You would have unlimited assets in terms of draft picks. And then even if you're bad, guess what? You get a great chance of getting a high talented player to where it could be generational. So you have to pick and choose because this is what I don't want. And then I'm going to go to the next person, right? What I don't want is we keep making the playoffs like the Philadelphia 76ers, right? And then as soon as we go through our little run and in, in your words, South, our era, where we just keep making the playoffs and winning regular season games. And then after that, they're going to be bitching and, cr- and crying. Oh, but we don't have no draft picks. We don't have no young talent. How are we going to, you know, build through the draft with no graphics and no kids. You want to know why? Because you motherfuckers were cool with winning 45 to 50 games and okay. making the playoffs. Okay. So don't, don't, don't sit here and come up here and complain years down the line. That, that's all I'm going to say. But um, who, who didn't go? Because I don't, I don't know, who, who, was, go you know who was here first. Trippy, go ahead. Trippy going one. I think Trippy driving, so it's going to be hard for him to, like, drive and then try to – so – Ari, you, you go wait. Ari, what's up, buddy? How are you? And and what's, what's on up? that the theme of today? What I have? What's on your mind? Um, he, uh, and RJ Barrett's health. So what's on your mind for? Um, can you guys hear me? Because Steve was sounding a little choppy on his end. Yeah. Am I good? Am I good? Yep, you good. I hear you. Yeah, so what's on my mind? Um, no, I mean, I, I just I just popped on when South was giving his shtick, and I, I couldn't agree with him more. I was saying it yesterday. 
you know, a lot of people just live on Twitter behind a random Avi. Um, people they don't like says. So when South tweets something about RJ, they'll take the opposite side. If I tweet something about Randall, they'll just automatically take the opposite side. And um, they're what we call feather in the wind fans at the end of the day. Uh, whatever's the hot thing, they run with, right? For example, you know, when all the saw he's good, right? They, they go wherever the narrative of the overall fan base goes, right? For clicks, for most, most right? Um, so they don't have any morals when it comes to that, right? You can see what someone says about any basketball player and then just go to their Twitter profile and type in that basketball player's name on their Twitter profile and you'll see a completely contradictory thing from three months prior. Because, again, they don't have any principles. They just... They either have extreme recency bias where they just like whatever happens that day is the way they feel or they don't have any principles and they're just trying to, you know, go where the masses go, right? When I was saying Trey Julius Randle from literally July 1st, 2019, the day he signed, when I went on Knicks Fan TV and said, terrible signing, let's move him ASAP, right? I was right that first year. And then the second year came and it was the COVID season and then I was completely wrong. And then everyone was shitting on me. You think I changed my opinion? No, of course I don't change my fucking opinion. What I believe is what I believe, right? Um, so, and I still believe it. Even during this regular season, I said it. Yeah, he's playing great ball. Trade him. Trade him while his stock is high. And what I feel a lot of things, what I, what I feel a lot of people is like, they see me or State or someone else stand by their guns and, you know, stick by what they think, and they feel insecure about themselves because they don't have that confidence in themselves, right? They look at that as like, how is this motherfucker uh, going to keep up with um, saying this stuff when everyone's attacking him? And they feel bad about themselves, dude. That's what it comes down to at the end. They feel bad about themselves because they don't have the confidence to stand up for what they believe in. That's why you see them on the timeline always criticizing other people's opinions but never putting their own opinions out, right? You'll never see them. The same 12, 15 profiles. They'll always go underneath state's shit or underneath my shit and say some stuff. But they'll never put out their own opinion. They'll never put out their own face. Because they're fucking pussies at the end of the day. They're pussies, dude. Right? This is basketball. It's fun. This is nothing. It's not real life. Okay? Like, this is all bullshit. It's meaningless. Who cares if you're wrong on an opinion? I was wrong all last year. I did not think the Knicks would make it to the second round. All right, I was wrong. Congratulations. Now what? Right? And that confidence and that type of, that type of, you know, say it with your chest like Sal was saying, a lot of people don't have that. So they'd rather just go under the subtweets because they don't like you because you do have that and then talk all this stuff, right? And then they disappear, of course, when, when the times change. So... It's standard company men stuff, right? You know, there's company men that are trying to make it in MSG, um, so they have a motive. There's company men that just don't like toxic Twitter, so they'll just take the opposite side of the coin. That's where a lot of the Obi hate comes from. Why would you hate Obi if he wasn't given an opportunity and he was on your team? Oh, you hate him because State and Ari like him. That's why you hate him, right? So there's that. Yeah. Uh, I'm back, I'm oh, back. Man, he was cooking. I'm back, I'm back. 
Yeah. So then, then there's the other type of company men that essentially, um, you know, basically look at the game through a very elementary lens. They think, oh, I won more games or whatever than this Leo, so we must be on the right path. Not knowing that you're in a worse cap situation, uh, your players are getting older, you're going to have to pay people. They don't look at it that deep. They're like, oh, we won more games than we did 20 years ago? We must be doing something right, right? There's no context to a lot of these people, right? So there's different types of company men. There's the childlike company men. There's the anti-toxic Twitter company men. And then there's the actual, like, Alan Hahn, Anthony MSG, I want to get paid by company men. And I can do a whole tree and di- di- diagram of who they are. But at the end of the day, it's coming from someplace that's not pure. They're either trying to get something from someone, they're trying to hate on someone for something, or they're just not intellectually looking at the game through a, a, a proper lens. So I agree with a lot of what Stout says. And the one thing I'll, I'll say before I land is that this idea, right, this Carl versus Billy thing last yesterday, super entertaining. I like Carl, too. Funny guy. I like him. But this whole idea, when you get the company man on the ropes and you ask them, like, what, like, and you go through your debate, they'll always end up going towards the, well, we haven't won shit in 20 years. It's the first playoffs wins that we've had in 10 years or whatever. They'll always default to that at the end of the day. And that mindset is the reason, <laughs> just to be happy where you are because you're, ha- you're better than where you were, as opposed to, you know, acknowledging where you are. Okay, we came a long way. Great, but how am I going to get to that spot? They don't care. They don't care, right? And that's why I think it's a loser's mentality, that type of thinking. So thank you for the call, guys. Appreciate it. Yo, Ari, yo, stay just, just real quick, real short. Because I just wanted to, first of all, that was a great take. But I wanted to bring in a, another example of what Ari's talking about. Like, I'm having discussions, right? about, you know, the Knicks trajectory and where they're going and people want to tell me, oh, we this and we, we, we you know, went from lottery to second round. And I'm like, you know me, I'm like, there's no second round trophies. I don't want to hear nothing about that. Right. I'm like, we had, and people say, well, you know, I say only, you have to have a top five, top five, top seven player really in order to have legitimate chances at winning championships. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I've seen, you know, Brunson be the best player in the series, da-da-da. And I'm like, Brunson the best series. So Brunson being the best player in the series got us kicked out of the second round, losing to a playing team. But here, this is where Arby's talking about. Oh, oh, but, you know, they beat Giannis, they beat the Celtics. I'm like, that's the type of shit I hate. I don't give a fuck what Miami did with other teams. Miami lost a play-in game, Right. We were the fucking favorites and, and the highest seed, and we lost. That's facts. Don't give me your what ifs. That is the motherfucking facts. Because if we're dealing with what ifs, if Giannis wasn't hurt, Miami Heat would have lost in the first round badly. If, if y'all want honesty, badly. And we would have lost in the second round. Giannis was healthy. So don't give me the what ifs. Give me what ifs. Right, but they always go to the next team's failure, the next player's failure to justify the Knicks' failure. We love to put down teams that have won championships in my lifetime. 
You know what I mean? We like to put down players that have accomplished more than any player on our fucking team combined. And that's a sick mentality. I'm sorry. That's bullshit. I don't got time to put down every other team, bro. I'm a Knicks fan. We ain't winning shit. Fuck I'm putting down. Yeah, and also, also, just to come in here, um, losing in the second round of the playoffs is the same thing for me as not making the playoffs. <laughs> what the fuck did I win? I didn't win anything. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get uh, qualified for the Champions League. Like it is in soccer, where you end top four, you get certain benefits. Uh, I don't get an extra pick for doing this. Like I don't get any benefit whatsoever besides the maybe marginal benefit that we get a little playoff experience, which counts. I'm not going to say it, but what Sal was saying, this idea, okay, for example, Tony yesterday, company man Tony, right? My favorite company man. I actually love Tony, right? He's a good, he's like as good as the company man can get. All right, I go to Tony. Oh, she's like, what? what, what? You got a young core. You got a young core. Okay, so are we are we leading with our young core or are we leading with people that are in their prime, like Brunson or Randall? We're leading with Brunson and Randall, okay. We still got a young core. We still have flexibility. We still have all our picks. We can make a pick for a big trade. Okay. We can make a pick for a big trade. Are our picks the type of picks that a team would want for a superstar? Are they going to be high lottery picks, right? Are they going to be unprotected picks, whatever it's like that? Yeah, maybe, yeah, 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 they, they might be, right, blah, 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 right? And you go, okay, okay, fair, whatever. You think that you think it is? I don't I don't agree. I think teams want, uh, like, top five picks. I think they'd rather get one top five pick than take four fucking, um, you know, 20 picks, uh, pick 20. Four unprotected picks from a playoff contender. I'd rather think they take one uh, top five pick. Personally, that's the way I think. But let's say you're right. Okay. All right. So, all right. What happens if the player doesn't become available, Tony? What happens if they don't? What happens if uh, Mark Cuban doesn't want to trade Luka Doncic? What happens if um, you don't want to trade uh, Joel Embiid? It's all right, man. It's all right. We can just trade a pick for Grant Williams. Okay. We trade a pick for Grant Williams. Great. What's that going to do to, um, uh, you know, RJ Barrett's playing time, right? What's that going to do to everyone's playing time, et cetera, right? You still have to give up a pick. How is that going to help the team? Are we going to win a championship? Oh, no, we're not going to win a championship, but we're going to build it piece by piece. All right, so tell me, Tony, how are you going to build it piece by piece? Okay, you got Grant Williams now. Now, how did, what's the next move after that? You know, you just keep on doing it. Like, and, what, and it always will come down to, at the end of the day, when you, when you really go dig, dig deep into the woods, what it's going to come down to at the end of the day is that I don't know why we're complaining, State. The Knicks are in the best position they've been in 20 years. You're just doing it for clicks, and then they start with the character assassinations because they have no other fucking argument to be had. There's no other argument to be had when you really dig down into it. And that's the problem. And I understand being thankful for where you are as opposed to that, but it's not going to do anything because I want to win a championship. And I'll tell you right now, I know one person. I'll shout him out because he's not really on this a lot. Today's Benji from Manhattan, Benji Uncut Gems, the guy who was actually Uncut Gems, told me he's ultimate company mate, told me literally, what are the chances we're going to win? I just want to see good basketball, all right? I want to be entertained, all right? And I wanna, I'm into the storylines, right? There's a lot of people that believe like that, right? And he had the balls to admit it. Um, but not a lot of other people. But I'm not like that. I don't give a fuck if I make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Great. Now we're closer. Maybe we need to tweak it a little bit more. But it's not like I'm feeling better about myself because I'm in the Eastern Conference Finals. 
I'd probably feel better about myself if I was like the San Antonio Spurs and got Victor Wembanyama or Scoot Henderson. Me personally, there's no participation trophies, bro. You're building for a championship or not, man. Yeah, because and I'm sorry, I, I don't want to. Um, I know Jack is next. My bad, Jack. Just, just let let the OG just say a little something, and I'll be done. It 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 also is born from this belief, which I don't know where to get this from. That there's this long window. This professional sports. This the NBA. The OGs, right? LeBron, like KD, maybe on his last run, right? Kawhi done. You have been. They're done. But now you have the superstars that put in the work. Giannis won. Jokic won. I will not be surprised if Embiid wins one. Uh, y'all could clown him if you want to, but he's that talented. Get out of here. He's a top five player in the league, period. You know what I mean? He may be coming for one, right? Then you're going to have Luka, you know what I mean, probably hold the mantle for a while, you know what I mean? Webinyama, if y'all had to watch them, watch him because he, he's probably going to be winning a few of these shits. You know what I'm saying? So the window that these Knicks fans think they have, it's not really there. Like our window, our realistic window to catch the the lead by storm and just kind of go on some magical run, ended in Miami. <laughs> that's that's what y'all don't understand. It ended in Miami. That was our chance. That was our chance with Brunson lighting the world on fire. You know, teams ain't properly prepared for what we got to do. RJ was, you know, solid. You know what I mean? Randall for the season was playing, you know, great. But, of course, he turned into the fucking pumpkin he is in the playoffs, right? We had IQ. He flamed out. You know what I'm saying? Grimes who I never hyped up, you know, gave me a performance I kind of expect from Grimes. You know what I mean? You had Obi that actually played pretty decent, but, you know, you have Tibbs as the coach. So you see what I'm saying? So the window was there. The opportunity was there. If Miami made the fucking finals, bro, the Knicks could have made the finals. But if y'all think that's happening this next season or two years from now with this squad, because y'all got Dante DiVincenzo, Y'all bugging the fuck out. The window is closed. That's why they tried hard to get PG and tried hard to get this and, and, and probably wasn't talks with for, for cat this blah 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 blah. Right? Because they know that window is fucking shut right now. Yo, so you know, y'all don't miss me with that shit. You know what's crazy? That's why I was putting yo, that's why I was putting up so much bread into the Knicks when they made when they made the playoffs. I looked at the pad. I say, yo, it's no way. It's no, and this is just me looking at what I seen from the regular season going into the playoffs. If you give me an RJ Barrett who don't play like Ruben Patterson, just give me RJ not playing like Ruben Patterson. Randall, he was doing fine. I think Brunson was on a roll. Like they, we was, we was okay. Or I see the Knicks, they destroyed Cleveland, even while Randall was playing like ass. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe Randall will get his shit together in the Miami series, right? Damn, I watched Max Struess run circles around Brunson, like, to the point, and it's not Brunson's fault, right? Like, it, I, I don't think it's Brunson's fault. It's, it, it's okay for him to be skinked. 
right? Because that's what coach is supposed to do. But I felt like Tibbs left him out there to dry. And his teammates left him out there to dry. These dudes was not making shots. So when I look at a coach like Tibbs, I see you know, I, it's like you're going – it's like you're playing Mario Kart and you're just waiting for the blue shell to hit you. That's what it feels like to me right now. Like I Now I'm just waiting it out because I don't – we're not going to win a championship this year. This coach is so bad and he's so against adjustment, like simple adjustments. Like I, I pointed out last – I was talking about Ole and I looked at a stat on NBA.com. I'm like, let me see the parents. Let me see how many, how many minutes Obi and Randall shared together any, um, in any season they was on the Knicks together. Bro, one season, they shared 39 minutes together. I think it was 36 or 39 minutes together on the floor, bro. 39 minutes in a whole 82-game season. Then another season, I think it was 107. Around that, 110, around 110, 107 minutes in an 82-game season. And it was another season, I don't know if it was the second or third, where they played together and it was only 72 to 77 minutes in the season. So you mean to tell me you drafted OB8 and you got Randall and the most you gave those boys in three years is damn near almost just 200 minutes? That's that's very alarming. And then I don't like the stigma that people, you know, say about Obi. They say Obi trash, Obi this, Obi that, reddish trash, reddish this, reddish that. Y'all better hope all those young men do not prosper next season because a lot of people is going to get the block spent on them. A lot of people. And I got a lot of book. If you've seen your tweet and you're defending company men, I'm the person that has your tweet bookmark. If you got that one bookmark on your tweet, that's me. Because I'm going to spin a block, it's go- and it's going to be fun. It's going to be funny. Um, Billy, what's up, OG? Hey, uh, Jack was in front of me, bro. I ain't going to do that. Jack was in front of me. Yeah, Jack, what's up? What's up? What's up, young G? Bro, Ari and fucking South were spinning. Oh, my goodness. Yo, y'all two were spinning, bro. And I'm here right now. Obviously agreeing with y'all, but I'm gonna try to get to the topic. What's on my mind? After obviously listening to NFL drama, now I'm in MB- now I'm looking at NBA as watching Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau. Once in Vegas, that's just the head coach or president of basketball operations with no general manager. He's just chilling at his house with his kids because his kids can't babysit Julius Randle's kids right now. So yeah, and a concern about the mid three health. I think RJ, I'm not really concerned. He's. I think he at least plays 70 to 72 games like he does every year. If Randall gets hurt, I am not watching Jericho since Isaiah Horn's trying to back up power forward center with a small ball RJ4. I am not watching that. Obviously, I probably would watch the games anyway, but like that would just piss me off even more. Because, you know, if I have something better to do, obviously I'm still going to watch the Knicks, but... It's just going to, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't want to watch that. That would just be terrible, man. And with stuff that's on my mind is a lot of you, like, positive Knicks fans even go after these negative Knicks fans, like, that are actually in negative, like, groups and stuff that are older. Bro, you're hating on them when they're actually speaking facts, bro. Like, you're just looking at the short term right now. In five years, when, say we trade RJ which I don't want him gone. Y'all know why I don't want him gone. He's in my profile picture right now. 
Y'all don't know. Y'all know I don't want him gone. I don't want him really traded for anyone right now. But say RJ develops into like a three-time All Star in five years, four-time All Star in five years, and then say we traded him, like at the deadline this year, even if he was doing really well, like twenty-two, twenty-three a game for a Zach Levine. A Zach Levine doesn't really do much here, and he plays terrible. And a lot of our picks, even in the future, are gone. And we have late picks, and we don't draft well at them. Quickly gone. Grimes probably would still be on the team then, but doesn't pan out. I'm sorry for all y'all Grimes fanboys, but he's he doesn't like become that star you guys wanted him to be because people said um, Quentin Grimes is the next Clay Thompson, which is just crack cocaine to me. Like, he's just he's just not going to be that. Okay, I think Quentin Grimes will just be a pretty good player at most. I'm not trying to hate on the kid, but like. No, I'm I'm being I'm being real. Like uh, I mean, I think if he wasn't on the Knicks, I think he could actually hit a good player, like great good great player potential. But he's on the Knicks, and if we trade RJ and IQ, which I do not want to do, especially RJ, I do not want to trade RJ. I mean IQ. I know a lot of people aren't gonna like me for this, but I would let him go in a superstar trade, obviously. But again, um, say we trade RJ IQ and then Mitch. He's still a little better player at most. And then we have Grimes still here. And then we kind of keep the same core. Brunson is getting older. He's the only guy that's really doing something. Randall is somehow still here. Just being Julius Randall, sucking in the playoffs. And then he age gets to him in five years. And he's not really great. And injury with his ankle keeps going to him. And then we're like an 18, 19, 10-seed team with Brunson still doing pretty good things. And then when we have not really a great future and we're not getting a high enough draft pick for us to even get that superstar talent, don't be mad at me because y'all wanted this. Y'all looking at short-term and extra money. Evan Fournier lasted on the team more than Obi Toppin did so far. Think about that. And I know what company men said, oh, we could use his contract to trade him for a star. No one's even going to want that deal. I know that probably would be a contract to superstar trade. But we can't get off that. We saw South Tweets. We can't get off that contract. It's going to take a first-round pick to get off that. I'm not trading our first-round pick. Bro, when my dad found out we signed Evan Fournier, he was outraged, bro. I was mad. Like, if we we're signing Evan Fournier, sign him to a one-year deal. Like, okay, you give him a little more money on the one-year deal. I did not want Fournier at all. But if you did sign him, give him a one-year deal. Like... I don't know why, like, Alec Burks, we gave him a three-year deal. Nerlens as well, we gave him a three-year deal. Like, what? I did not want Nerlens as well back after what he did, bro, in that 2021 playoffs. There's a reason why, man. Like, we got Rose has done so bad. Like, Steve Mills left him $80 million in cap space, RJ Barrett, and even though I didn't like Julius Randle, Julius Randle and Mitchell Robinson. Three of the five starters are still here. Quentin Grimes, a good defender. Streaky shooter. And Jalen Brunson was a cakewalk. People thought it was an overpay. No one was offering him that money. And you're lucky you're even friends with um. You're lucky that you're his grandson. Not grandson. Lucky that Jalen Brunson's your grandson. Because if he wasn't, Brunson's not on this team. So, Leon Rose, besides Jalen Brunson, has done a bad job. I know everyone's like, oh, he fixed the roster. I think anyone with 80 million cap space, RJ Barrett, Julius Randle, OB... Not Obi Toppin. Mitchell Robinson and whoever the eighth overall pick is. Find me a pick eight. 
would have fixed the roster at least by now. I think any GM, most of them would probably do it. Because you know who's really the GM, and I hate this, but no one's announcing it because they don't want to say it, which gets me mad every day. That we, I think everyone here knows that Tom Thibodeau is secretly the GM, and this pisses me off too because they don't want to announce it because our front office is scared to do anything, and I hate that. I want a real GM. I want to fire this president of basketball operations when he's still here in five years and say Tibbs retires, but he hires probably one of his other CAA friends that isn't even a good head coach either. And in three years, after I said five years, we're going to be stuck in mid, and all these young, great teams are going to be better than us. Y'all going to come back to us, and we're going to have a whole different discussion. Basically, the same discussion we're talking about now. Just telling you that right now, because I'm just disappointed, man. Like, I'm not, I do not trust this front office at all. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Smooth. Thank you for everyone in here, man. Okay. Your crying session done? You, you done? You good? Yep. Want to make sure everybody get their venting off. Everybody crying right now. You know, the win-win. You know, Dante DiVincenzo versus Damian Lillard. That's what we signed up for. It's box office. You know, I you know I can't wait to get my Dante DiVincenzo jersey. You know, once a Nick, always a Nick. Oh. Yeah, I got you. You know, once a Nick, always a Nick. You know, shout-outs to Dante DiVincenzo. You know, Nick fans will get on the app. They're going to start saying he better than J.R. Smith. You know, they're going to start saying, oh, he can shoot. He likes Steve Novak. You know, y'all know. Come on now. Y'all know how this shit go with Nick fans, man. They overrate everything, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Listen, man, I overrate my guys, too. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not I'm not absolving of doing some crazy shit like that. But at some point, you know, we got to be a little realistic. Um, I like Quinn. I, I like Quinn Grimes. He's cool. Uh, I'm just going to blame everything on Tom Thibodeau because now Tom Thibodeau, he's going into year four, and my year four expectations for Tom Thibodeau and the coach of his ilk and the type of coach he is, he should be in, he should be in Eastern Conference Finals or bus mode. He should be. That pressure should not be related relatable to the players because I don't see it with these players. If these if these dudes get to, all right, all right. If these dudes get to the Eastern Conference Finals, I would be so surprised. But then again, I wouldn't be surprised. You just won forty seven games. Jalen Brunson is twenty seven going on twenty eight. Randall's twenty nine going on thirty. They both dead smacking their primes. RJ's twenty three. He should be getting better. Quickly should be getting better. Dante DiVincenzo, they're going to need to justify this John Dante DiVincenzo signing. This is why earlier I put out the poll, who's going to play more minutes, Dante DiVincenzo or Quinn Grimes? Obviously, Dante DiVincenzo is going to win that match. And what's really sad about this, and the le- it, what's really funny, is company men used to stand with negative Knicks Twitter a couple of years ago. I remember back in 2019, everybody was talking tank. Oh, we tanking. There was no arguments on Nick's Twitter. Everybody agreed. You know, South was there. He was right along with me. Yo, what color tank you got? Not shit. I got the tank with the, with the extra missiles, with the AK-47 gun attachments on top. We was all we was, we was locked in lockstep, right? Then 2020 happened. Then that fucking almighty 4th seed COVID bullshit. And ever since that fucking COVID season... I don't know what warped Nick fans, but it, it, like this whole mantra of 
what have we done in the past 20 years? We made the playoffs two times within the past three years. All right, let's put context to it. The first time we made the playoffs was in one of the fakest seasons of basketball I've ever seen in my life, and Julius Randle did not miss a shot in three months. And you're winning basketball games with Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock starting. And you had Nick Fair saying, let's go to the playoffs with that type of team. You can't go to the playoffs with that type of team because you have nothing. I told um, uh-huh. you to tell her what she said. He said he's going to send somebody over there, but to tell you, Tamel said, to tell you to start it. Start what? Yo, man, I, yo, I got it, man. I'm, I'm screaming at people anyway. I'll do that shit, bro. Oh, don't do the lights. I need to hate All right, all right. All right, I got you, yeah. Oh, my God. Yo, these dudes. This is, this, see, man, I'm like, at work, I'm like Kobe, right? Like, you, Kobe, this is the guy you can always count on. You know, the guy. I could, they could send me anywhere in the building, and I have a working relationship with everybody I work with. There's nobody I work with that say I don't like Mr. Mensa. You spoke, and I think that's the reason why a lot of people gravitate towards me too. Because I'm really a people person. I have no problem being a good teammate. Don't don't get me wrong. There's times when me and Charlotte are being the DMs, and Charlotte be like, "What the fuck, bro?" Why you coming at? And I'm telling Charlotte, yo, man, this is what you want me to do. You want me to be a teddy bear? I feel like Lotso from Toy Story 3. I'm angry. The dog, the girl left me with the sad clown. She left me with the clown with the baby toy. She just left. That's how the Knicks treated me. They just left me there. And you know what? Now I'm like Lotso. It's no, it's no coming back. You, you know how you get state back? You show me a winning product. I don't want to watch Randall doing ISOs no more. I don't want to hate Randall. You're trading Obi. I got to buy into Randall now. I got to make Randall merch. You think I want to make Randall merch? I hate that man face. You think I want I got to support him. He's a Nick. They traded Obi. Yo, yo, they literally. Yo, I don't want to bring this shit up again. Yo. But me as a person and Marshall. You could go fuck yourself, bro. I love your taste. I love you, brother. But you shitting on my man, RJ Barrett. I seen you put up that little bum-ass stat you put up, too. Stop sharing regular season stats. That's my new shit. I don't know if 90s Knicks fans was doing that to each other. We we don't share regular season stats no more. I only want to see playoff stats. I don't give a fuck about him shooting 19% on pull-up threes in the regular season. What was that percentage in the playoffs when Julius Randle was putting up civil rights, I have a dream stats? Show me the playoff stats. I don't give a fuck about Quickly's regular season. What did Quickly do for me in the playoffs? He turned into Eric Snow. He looked bad. I don't give a shit about him skipping in, 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 in late February. My money was on the line on FanDuel. You kidding me? Show me some playoff stats. People still on the time. Oh, let's trade RJ back. How the fuck you gonna trade somebody after your two-time All-NBA member put up white man stats in the playoffs, 1950s? The man named Chick Halbert. Who the fuck is Chip Halbert? Chick Halbert. Wait, hold on. Let me go to the. I gotta go to this shit. Cause Marshall, you want to share RJ Redrick regular season stats. You can share those stats. So you could get people to like click on your page. But every time somebody try to trade 
any kid off this roster. Every single time I come across one of you guys' tweets, with all due respect, I go to a tweet in my phone. Not even a tweet. I go to a picture in my phone. And in this picture, it shows Julius Randle, three fucking, three fucking field goal percentage. The man, 1947 to 1952. The man name is Joe Fox. 1947 to 1950. The man named Chick Hober. Chick Hober. We talk about trading quickly. Chick Hober. The man named Chick Hober. Chick yeah, you know they weren't even allowed to dribble back then, right? Like, dribbling was not part of the NBA. You had to pass the ball everywhere. Chick fucking Hober. Belly. Belius Smalley. This is the man. This is the guy's stats who he's matched. We talk about, yo, we attack each other as fans and we diss each other to the point where it gets so disingenuous that even if we wanted to make money with each other, we can't because you can't put your ego aside and say sometimes you wrong. People fuck up their money like that. Oh shit! Sharing people shit. I don't share nobody tweets in secret. Secret um DM Nick Twitter groups. I get my tweet screenshotted and shared in those groups. And one of the, and a person in that group or yo state your man talking about you. Cause people fuck with me like that. I don't fuck with Nick. I don't, yo. I left every single group. I say yo. I do not want to be a part of these groups. I am not a female, bro. I don't want to sit there and talk about random men. I never. I haven't. I never. Why would I want to sit down and talk about a man I never met before a day in my life? Why? A random Avi? Stop it! Stop it! That's why it's weird to me. And this, and yo, and Ari right. Y'all had to look. Y'all had to look at some of our tweets. Me, Ari, Popola, Jay. Yo, it's the same. 10, 15 people, yo. It's like a police force. I told you that. I told South the other day, it's like a faction, right? It's like an army platoon, right? I don't know. Is Billy still up? Billy's still up here. Yo, Billy, in the army, it's like a platoon or a faction, right? And this particular platoon is just defend the Knicks at all costs. It doesn't matter. That is the obje- that's the objective. Defend the Knicks of all court. I'm gonna find a name for this platoon. I used to call it Randall Wrecking Crew, but it, it's not catchy enough for me. I got I gotta find a new name for these guys because these motherfuckers roll deep. Delusional platoon, bro. Delusional platoon. Yo, these mother man, these motherfuckers roll deep, man, and they make you dislike certain players like. Like, Ralph was really getting under my skin to the point where, honestly, I can say, like, some days, like, he made me genuinely do not like Randall at all. Even if Randall had a good game, yo, I don't even want to see this man's face. That's how some people make you feel. So to, so to say it's the fans' fault. So it's the fans' fault that the Knicks traded for Antonio McDice? That's our fault. It's our fault that Isaiah Thomas kept trading first-round picks, traded away LaMarcus Soldiers, traded away Joaquin Noah. That's our fault. It's our fault that the Knicks, (laughs) 
Amy Steve Chauncey Bill. It's our fault. Everything is our fault. Jet is right. Every everything everything. Jet. I I love what he said. I don't know if it was Jet or somebody else when they say everything's our fault and talking about random shit. You know what's our fault too? It's our fault. John Stark shot two for eighteen in the finals game seven. It's our fault. You know, it's our fault. You and Mister Layup. It's our fault. It's our fault. Porzingis wanted to leave. It is all the Knicks fans' fault. You know what? It's our fault. Randall hurt his ankle. He was thinking about the fans too much. You know, we don't coddle him enough. It's our fault. Brunson hurt his hip. His hand had to sit out a playoff game, come back, and they left him out to die. They left Brunson out there in game six. What's this movie? It's a movie called Tremors, right? Where it got the sandworms. The sandworms eating people alive. They eating people alive. I think it's called Tremors, right? They left my man Brunson out there in the desert. And the worm coming to just get him. And they just ran on him. They just ran on him. RJ... RJ built a, a fine project building. Fine project building. It was the most gorgeous project building. I think RJ started that shit one for, he started that shit one for seven. I said, damn, fucking free throws, young blood. Can you make a shot? Julius Randle, don't get me started. He was thinking about burgers and fries in game six. That's why he t- that's why he tweeted that shit a day later. Randle had to delete Twitter, man. He had to. You don't lose in the playoffs like that and post burgers and fries to me, bro. Now, mm-mm. If Kobe was alive, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Kobe, mm-mm. why are you posting shit like that and you play in New York knowing how you played? I don't want to see R.J. Barrett on vacation. R.J. Barrett better not post no vacation video. He better not post shit about a vacation. Mitchell Robinson, I love you running, brother, but what is your shooting form like now? I don't give a shit about you running. I've seen you run. You It ain't like you're going to touch the basketball a lot. What is your shooting form? Show us some free throw videos. That's what I need from Mitchell. Show us some free throw videos. Fuck you, fuck you running in the sand dunes. We don't care about that. What is your free throws like, brother? You should not. No NBA player, if you work on your game, you should not be getting worse every season from the free throw line. That is why the Knicks fans and there's content created like my guy Eru, who hate Mitchell Robinson ass because he looked like he's shown no growth within the past four or five years in his offensive game. And I attribute that partially to Tom Thibodeau. Thibodeau fucking this, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. I don't like this fucking coach. Go ahead, Billy. My bad, yo. The fuck? I don't like this fucking coach. Nah, you good, man. Shout out to you, Smooth, Ari, uh, South, everybody in here, man. Now just uh, just pick up where South and Ari was going, man, about, you know, the takes and not negative and positive Nick Twitter and all that shit. Like, I ain't either one. I'm, I'm motherfucking Billy the Angry Pissed Off fan. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no fucking title. I ain't with no group. I'm, it, I'm, I'm me. You know what I'm saying? State, you can say some shit I agree with. You can say some shit I disagree with. I don't give a fuck. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on this motherfucker got their own fucking take. But if you notice who I argue with, who I get in loud interactions with, if you've noticed who it is, I get I get loud with people my age. I've gotten loud with fucking 
Carl last night, which was fucking bananas. You know, we was going at it so much. My daughter busts in the room. She thought he, she thought I was yelling at her moms. But I mean, that shit pissed me off. I've got I've got allowed with a couple of queens, my age or a little older. I've got I've only had hard interaction with people my age because I feel like, and I'm, I'm I stand on what the fuck I said a couple weeks ago. I feel like some people like the Knicks, and I feel like some people are diehard fans of the Knicks. Like the night the like the Knicks group. Like yeah, I like the Knicks. They're cool. I like them. They're the ones that always say, hey, be patient. Be patient. I can't stand here and be patient from somebody my fucking age who me and this motherfucker seen the same dumbass shit for the last 51 plus. We haven't won in 51 years, ladies and gentlemen. So when Carl said that shit last night, that shit sent me over the fucking top. But we got to this we got to the second round. That's a participation trophy. That's some bullshit. Like, where's your standards? And people act like you you can't be objective to this team. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all grown. Uh, I figure pretty, pretty much 90% of everybody in these spaces have a fucking job. You can critique that your fucking job, right? You're not going to tell a motherfucker who's telling you, uh, who talks about you or how you're doing your job, yo, stop hating, leave me the fuck alone, this, that. No, that, you're going to get critiqued in every fucking thing you do in life. As fans, we're going to critique our fucking team. Half of y'all want to critique them good? That's cool. I'm going to be objective to the bullshit because I ain't seen my team win in 51 fucking years. Don't tell me to fucking be patient. I'll be 50 in five more fucking years. All right? Study show, I probably got more fucking yesterdays I do tomorrows. It's some bullshit, but it is what it is. But I want to see my fucking team win a chip. I said this shit last night. I got I got asked last night, what, have the le- what, what accomplishment have we had in the last 20 years? I doubled that. What accomplishment have we had in the last 50 years, brother? We haven't done shit. Is y'all, some of y'all standard is the playoffs. That's not mine. And maybe that's the military in me, bro. But I strive all the way to the fucking top. I can, I can die well knowing the fuck as a Giants fan, my team won a fucking Super Bowl. I can die well knowing as a New York Yankee fan, my team won a World Series. I can die knowing my favorite college basketball team won a fucking championship. The Knicks are my favorite team out of all those fucking teams, and I have not seen them reach their fucking top. I want to reach the top. I'm going to criticize fucking the coach if I want to. I'm going to criticize the fucking players if I want to, the front office if I want to. But that's my; those are my takes. I'm not going to get on here and threaten them up. Cause, and this is some other shit that's wild. And I see, I see Papa, Papa Left making videos, arguing with these people. The same people who hate people like you, State, Smooth, Ari, South, everybody. The same people who hate on y'all every fucking day, they follow y'all. And that's the crazy fucking part. That's the craziest thing in the world to me. You know why I don't watch Undisputed? Because I hate Skip Bayless. You know why I don't watch Colin Cowherd? Because I hate Colin Cowherd. You know what I'm saying? Certain people on motherfucking TV or certain shit on fucking radio or whatever, I don't listen to, I don't watch. Because I don't fuck with them. I got over 2,000 followers, bro. I follow under 700 people. Just for the simple fact, you may like you may like me, what I got to say, but guess what? I You may you may tweet some shit or say some shit that's fucking annoying, and I don't want to see that shit every day. And that's fine. I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just saying, if you don't fucking like it, stop following it. That's just simple fuck. That's just common fucking sense. It's the craziest shit in the world to me, man. So when I said this shit a couple weeks ago, Queen came back on here and she said my name. 
first off, I never said no name. I just said some people like Knicks. Some people are fan of Knicks. I got blasted. I got blasted for goddamn wanting to trade Mitchell Robinson over the summer. But all these people are my age telling me to be patient. Stop telling me to be patient when, goddamn it, you haven't seen my fucking team win. You know why? Because you like the team. You're not a fan of the team. There's a fucking difference. I'm sorry. There is a fucking difference. I know Ari, for a fact, is a hard fan of Carmelo. Carmelo's cool. Some people like Carmelo. Ari's a hard-ass fan of Carmelo. I know State is a fan of R.J. Barrett. I like R.J. Barrett. That's why my takes and State's takes on, on that particular guy will be fucking different, and that is okay. But don't tell me to fucking be patient, bro. Don't tell me to be patient when the New York the New York Knicks, for all y'all know, I watch live TV, TV shows, movies, I'm a movie head and all that shit. The New York Knicks are the laughing stock of sports on on TV shows, on sitcoms, on movies. On you got to make a fucking movie just for the Knicks to goddamn be good. Whoopi, what did Whoopi Goldberg do when she was coaching motherfucking the Knicks? You know what I'm saying? This shit like that, bro. We're a joke. And those and movies that come out, they portray teams that suck so they can make them look good. Remember Major League? The Cleveland Indians, they sucked. They had to make a movie so they can look good. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike, fucking Bow Wow, he played for the Clippers. He had to make them good. The Knicks are a fucking joke, bro, in as far as professional sports. We are the butt of jokes. And if y'all don't understand that shit, then guess what? You like the Knicks. You're not fans of the Knicks. Know the fucking history, man. This we don't have. We're not a perennial playoff team, as I was saying last night. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell me what we have we done in the last twenty years. You're okay with two fucking playoff appearances? That's y'all standard? No. Don't fucking. And, and I'm not telling y'all how to fan, but don't come at me with no bullshit because I critic. I critique my fucking team. That's it is what it is, man. I want to see as well. I'm still mad, Pat. You and laid the ball up instead of dunking it. I criticized Pat for that shit. Thank God there wasn't spaces back then, because y'all would have been okay with the shit the way the way some of y'all talk today. The shit is fucking wild, man. If y'all don't like what the fuck y'all don't y'all see or don't hear, then stop following a motherfucker. Woo, I love woo. I love him to death. But you ready to swing on a motherfucker that you never met in your fucking life? The shit's crazy, bro. You gotta calm that shit down. And if you don't like the way fucking motherfuckers run their fucking space, stop entering their space every day knowing you're going to get pissed off. The definition of insanity, man, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Motherfuckers not going to change because you don't fucking like it. And I'm not just talking to him, man. I'm just talking to every fucking body that got problems with everybody's fucking takes. This shit is fucking crazy, bro. Spaces ain't for thin-skinned people. If, if you got thin skin let alone don't even ask to be a speaker just don't even enter the shit because y'all tweeting the negative shit in, inside some like, yeah he don't tell people to do this to then get out the fuck out of his space that's like going to a church that has nothing to do with your fucking religion why the fuck are you there it's stupid bro so come on man I, that, I mean that's all I got really like I said last night me and Carl got into it and I told and after the space guess what hey bro no hard feelings it's all good It was. it's all in the heat of debate there's a difference, y'all, between a debate and a fucking argument. A debate can get hit. Half of y'all have never been to a barbershop. It's, it's, it's very convincing. Half of y'all have never been to a fucking barbershop, man. This is what the fuck, this is all this shit is every day on these spaces is fucking barbershop talk. And some of y'all need to get your own original takes, too, man. I know State got his variants. 
smooth. I fuck with him, and he got his variants. But goddamn, man, y'all come up here and say the same exact shit every day. That's why yesterday when I was co-hosting State Space, I asked some of y'all, why do y'all feel this way about this person? And a lot of y'all gave me the same fucking responses Ari would be saying, Smooth would be saying, State would be saying. I want to hear why you feel that way. You got to have some originality. That's why you motherfuckers are mad on here as well, because you got no fucking originality. So if somebody says some shit that we've hear every fucking day, I tune you the fuck out, bro. Like on my, when I, when I run a space, guess what? I land your plane early because I hear the same shit every day from you have no originality. And that's why half of y'all are mad as well. That's all, that's all I got, man. I'm, I'm trying to stay calm today. I'm not going to yell and argue and like that and shit. OG, you, you, the- need to, you need to shut up and fan and be grateful because we haven't done anything in 20 years. So I just wanted to say that, you know, all <laughs> you guys, you guys aren't shit and I hate all of your tapes. And y'all need to be grateful because we have a two-time All-NBA and, you know, we have a future star who's technically not a star yet. And... You know, we, we have, you know, unlimited cap space, even though we don't have any. So, you need to be grateful. Oh, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, I, I love you too, Smooth. You know, you my man. <laughs> hey, but, 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 but really, okay, here's, a, here's a, a prime example, bro. My man, Jeremy. I fucking love Jeremy, man. He put up today talking to a brick wall and said, you know, paraphrasing, but Julius Randle was the worst thing that ever happened to the Knicks. I'm like, damn, Jeremy, really? He's the worst thing? He's like, yeah, you know, just be objective or some shit like that. I forgot how the conversation went. But the way I came at him, that's just me understanding Jeremy's, where his status. You know what I'm saying? And two, somebody else would have been like, oh, this guy's fucking delusional, blah, blah, blah. But you follow him. You know what I'm saying? You follow the craziness, bro. It's like following Skip Bayless, knowing that he sucks at what the fuck he does. But you just want to see what else he fucking he does, so you can have a reason to bitch about something. No, I think South or Ari, one of them said that shit earlier, man. No, it's the dumbest shit in the fucking world. If I don't, Jack is 15 years old. Jack says the wildest shit on here. I let him go before me just now, knowing, I knew exactly what Jack was gonna say, but I'll tolerate the shit, man. You know what I'm saying? If I, if Jack really just got on my fucking nerves like that, I wouldn't follow him. So the only time I would hear him is on here. But, you know, control your own fucking sanity, people. You guys drive yourselves fucking crazy for no fucking reason, man. This shit is, 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 is some wild shit, man. But that's all yeah, I got to say. Yo, first of all, salute, King. Salute. Um, you hit it on the okay. head, though. It, it, all I kept thinking about when you really went into the root of the problem, the little, the little you know, jealousy problem, I kept thinking about the line from the great Asiatic, you know what I mean, from Brooklyn. And I mean, you know, see me, I'm just as foul as you, but you ain't got no style in you. And that's what's, what would be killing them. And, and that's the type of hate I get. Because dudes be bad, that, you know what I mean? People fuck with me or, or laugh at my shit. But I'm like, yeah, I'm entertaining, motherfucker. You know what I mean? You not. <laughs> see, so don't be bad at all me right. because all, all right. my shit is original. You know how many fucking, and, and Ari will tell you, you know what I mean? Because he keeps it a buck. You know what I mean? You know how many original shit I say, and people run with that even have a bigger platform than me and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's cool, but but I like it though. That's just me. That's that's that you know Southside, you know a slick talk. Please do. You know what I'm saying? So it is. No, that's you. 
And 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 like my man Rick, man, I saw my I see my man Rick was down here. He was going in heavy this weekend about Obi Toppin, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I know him and Tony, they on their stance about Obi, and that's cool. Guess what I did? I made a space so everybody can fucking talk about Obi. Get that shit off your fucking chest. But I also wanted to see what particular people would come in that space because some people would text all fuck all fucking day, but nobody would voice and back up their own fucking opinions on that shit. And that shit is like mad whack to me, man. I'm like, yo, I'm giving you the because sometimes texting can get taken out of context and shit. So you know, hey, come on, become a speaker, man. Get your shit off, you know, pause and 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 and, and let me know how you really feel, man. Stand on that shit. And stop moonwalking on y'all takes too, bro. Y'all say some shit on Monday and Tuesday, and then on Wednesday and Thursday, it'll be total fucking opposite of what the fuck you said at the beginning of the week. That's where that originality comes from. The truth remains the same. Lies always change. My man Fab told y'all this shit, man. You gotta fucking stand on y'all shit, bro. This shit is fucking crazy. That's why half of y'all are mad about this shit too, man. But yeah, that's all I got, man. I appreciate the state. Appreciate it. Um, wow, everybody, you know, venting, uh, letting stuff go. Yo, D, what's up? I don't know if it was D. Yeah. Um, he or Rob, but what, what the fuck ever. I'll be, um, I'll be quick. Uh, what's up, everybody? Right. Um, I just wanted to say, uh, as we're searching for a backup power forward, uh, the one kid that we actually worked out, uh, KJ Williams out of LSU, uh, he went to OKC, I guess, as an undrafted free agent. Just dropped nineteen and thirteen in twenty six minutes. So uh, that's pretty much all I want to say about that. Appreciate it, Rob. What's up, OG? Nothing. I just wanted to say Julius Randall reminds me of America. I mean, you got one side of America that is extreme left and that's like 15% of the people that you can't say shit then you got the other side of America that's 15% that's extreme right that you can't do shit and then you got the rest of the world that doesn't give a fuck and that's what Julius Randle is 15 can swear by Julius Randle 15 hate Julius Randle and the rest of the of us can like, yeah, he can stay, he can go. I don't give a fuck. That's it. So Julius Randall is Mr. USA. Appreciate you, Rob. Ray, what's good, bro? Yo, man, how's everybody doing, man? I hope everybody's doing well. It's been a minute since I've been up there smooth. I see you, my guy. Billy was popping, man. Ari, South, popping left, Rob. Uh, Cash, um, Rels, John, B. Like, I see all y'all in there. Marshall, I'll even see you there too, man. Um, I just wanted to say something, man. Um, I got I got kind of caught up um, sort of chilling today. Today's been a wacky-ass day because, you know, just here in the crib and got to get ready to watch the dog and shit like that. But I started thinking about my Knicks fandom in depth. And South and I have been going back and forth on this, just sort of playing off the um, error shit that South has been speaking about. And just sort of to Billy's point, you know, just highlighting, you know, the originality that comes with some of the takes that are up here. I just, I just want to say that I really appreciate um, 
being a part of Nick's Twitter, being a part of this Nick's community, because you guys, man, it's 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 always dope, in, you know, um, to pick up little information here and there to sort of point out different things. Because I remember once upon a time during my '90s Knicks tenure, where you couldn't tell me shit about how bad the Knicks were, even though I was going through it. You know, just seeing us lose the way that we did through the '90s, and then. The, the, the dumb shit that became the 2000s and the 2010s and how that sort of compounded and just continued and continued. And I got to shout out guys like Papa Life. I got to shout out guys in this space, uh, um, Ari from Manhattan and whatnot, because when COVID happened, and you know, the world was trying to just trying to figure shit out, man. You guys really did provide a space for a lot of people mentally to sort of be a part of that and see different perspectives you know, of multiple Nick fans. Because again, before that, you didn't tell me shit. Although I wasn't a Frank Nielakina fan, like at all, or how the fuck you pronounce his last name or whatnot. Like, I stood on the hopes and the belief that this team would eventually do something. And I come into these space, you know, if you've heard me before, you know, a lot of times I speak so much about the behavior because how you behave, you know, speaks to the results. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, the results that you have speak to the behavior that's at hand. And I've always focused on that part because it's like one thing I can't stand is disingenuous people. And I, I had been throwing that word out for like the past six months and whatnot because I'm starting to come into my own in understanding people's behavior and how I can find a way to be happier mentally and emotionally and advance my mental, emotional well-being you know, cutting off disingenuous people, cutting off the people who look me in my face and I can see what the fuck they doing, but they trying to tell me something different. We all have people like that in our lives, whether that's family, friends, coworkers, whatever. We deal with disingenuous people all the time. And I ask, you know, you guys as fellow fans and friends and comrades and whatnot in this next shit, like what do you do with disingenuous behavior? And that's a genuine question. So, when State is yelling and Papa Left is giving his points, which a lot of times I think people give Papa Left a, a lot of dumb shit, but he really is a brilliant basketball mind. Like he, out of some of the people that I've listened to over time and whatnot, like there's a lot of fucking brilliant minds on this side of Twitter. A lot of people in this room, from Smooth to Billy to 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 Cash, like I listen to you guys, and it's like, yo, that makes sense. Not everything I agree on. But for the most part, you guys are speaking to, because we're a lot in the same age, like, you guys speak to a lot of the bullshit, the disingenuous shit that we see. And so I ask you as fans, man, like, in your own first personal time, you know, um, I know I've been kind of jumping over the place, and I'm sorry for that. Let me just wrap it up here. Um, I sat down and I thought about my Knicks fandom. My uncle is responsible for my New York Knicks fandom. He's responsible for that shit. That shit started in 93. And I remember where I was, you know, over by Prospect Park and shit like that, playing for the Brooklyn Bonnies and all that. Like, that was me, me and my twin brother. Like, you know, he put me on to the New York Knicks when everybody was jockeying for Michael Jordan and, you know, loving Michael Jordan on Oprah and wherever the fuck he was in the world and shit. Like, everybody loved Michael Jordan. And in my family, it was just me and my uncle like New York Knicks fans, the butt of every fucking joke culturally and whatnot. Like I just watched an episode of Modern Family <laughs> where they they made fun of the New York Knicks. 
I watched Disney Pixar's Soul. I'm a musician. Like that movie spoke hell. Of, you know it, that that message in that movie was really about me. Like if you watch Disney Pixar's Soul, that's fucking me. Before MS and all that dumb shit, like that was me. And they made fun of the Nick. And I couldn't, I couldn't help but just you know sort of take it back. Like damn, my uncle's gone. Like my uncle's 55 years old. He never consciously saw a New York Knicks championship. And state, you've heard me say that we, we've talked back and forth about this, about guys who have come and gone, like people that we love and cherish that have come and gone. So when you hear people like Smooth, when you hear people like Harvey and Papa Left and Jay from Florida and South and all these different people talk, of, you know, with the passion that they do about the behavior of the New York Knicks, I mean, <laughs> how could you not how could you not help but be mad? But I also, you know, like Billy said, man, just, listen, what's understood doesn't need to be explained. This is a disingenuous organization. This is a disingenuous regime. Um, stars don't come here because of organizational incompetence. You know what I mean? Like, we can speak to the culture at the height of our culture, even when the New York Yankees were winning championships and New York was the place to be. Nobody was lining up to come here because of organizational incompetence, which is why I don't understand why people say and attack the fans talking about, yo, stars don't want to come here because of the fans. It's like, eh, $20 million contract in front of them. They're not sitting there like, oh, man, should I come here because, you know, Smooth won't support me or State is going to at me on Twitter. Or like, they don't do shit like that. They're really trying to take care of their family and all this different stuff. And you can't trust who the fuck is in the office because you don't know how this shit is going to go. And they have families, right? That's the human contextual side of things. So, again, you know, I, I just, I lend my point here, man. My heart goes out to every Knicks fan that's out there, even for the delusional positive sides of it, where they're just happy to be somewhere because there's really a chance that your time will come and you will never see a New York Knicks championship. And that hits a little different when you really, really think about it. It's hard not to get emotional about this shit because we are investors. We invest time, money, energy, our voices, among other things, and we've never seen one. And one championship would equal that of the six championships that the Bulls won during the 90s. <laughs> Just one. Just one. And so, you know, shout out to the OGs like Rob and Billy and all that stuff. Like, I hope Brutus and all of them, like, I hope we get one even for them before, you know, their time is up, before my time is up, before your, your Papa Lefts and Souths and fuck, even, you know, for, I, I don't know what Wu's on. I got to talk to Wu on the side or whatnot, but it's just like, damn, I just want to see us win one for the fan base, for the people, man, that have toyed and just toyed and just, you know, again, I'm sorry if I'm all over the place and whatnot. It's just something I think about and get a little emotional about because it's like my uncle's story's done. That's it. Like, he's he's never coming back. There's no reincarnation. He's not coming back as a, as a dog, a cat, or a roach, or whatever the fucking animal is out there or whatnot. Like, he should have done. That's it. And you never saw it. And you got to start to think, like, damn, could that be me? So, 
you know, if I get upset with the disingenuous behavior of this franchise, when South says, you know, this is an era, when, when Popola talks about the uh, long-term process of the team, when Ari talks about the cap, when Billy, you know, is frustrated with the, with, with, with the way kids sort of operates, when he operates, and with, like when, when, when Rob talks about kids, when, when these guys say what the fuck they say, man, like, just listen, even if you don't agree or whatnot, just listen. Like, I understand what State is talking about when he's talking about, yo, this man, Julius Randle, put up civil rights stats and all that different stuff. I'm not a variant. I'm, I'm, I'm not a variant of no one. My only thing is this. I just want to see one before I go. So, salute to everybody that's in the room. Um, love y'all. Like, for real, for real. I hope y'all are all doing well. Please advance your mental, emotional well-being. You know, space says touch grass. Other people say touch cement. But just, yo, hug your loved ones. If you can't say, you know, share your love with someone, then share your love with someone. And just, you know, I, I, I talk to y'all in October because there's not really talk about, man. Um, with that being said, man, I hope all is well. And y'all take care, man. Can I ask you a question, Ray? So my question, so my question is to you is, I think we're all starving for a championship, right? Um, yeah. But I, I like, I honestly don't know if it's good or bad. And what I mean by that is, yes, we would all be happy about obviously winning the championship, right? Because I think, regardless of whatever sport you enjoy, uh, you know, watching, we've probably all seen our teams in different sports all win championships, right? Except for yep. the Knicks. So. Yep. My thing is, is, yeah, we would all be happy, but then... And young Mets fans. Yeah, but you, you, would, you would still have people like, oh, you, you, you know, you, are you guys mad about winning a championship because you guys never said we would win? And, and it's like, I don't know if that's good or bad because you still would have people on positive Twitter that would never shut the fuck up and just all come together and just say, yo, we finally did it, regardless of what our views were. Because look at how they act now. Look at how they act now. They're, like, making the playoffs one year and then getting to the second round two years later. Look at how delusional they are now. And they still talk shit. Well, they I'll still say this, talk shit. I'll, I'll say it like this, man, because there's always a human contextual element to us, you know, being fans because we're all humans, right? Think about the mental weight that even it takes for a positive, like, I'm trying to study psychology and I'm trying to understand the mind itself and behaviors of other people, right? So talking about positive Nick's Twitter, right? What do they do? Gaslight, they inflate, you know, what they can and whatnot. And when, when you sort of dive deeper into that, that's, that's coming from a place too. So I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not saying that I side with positive Nick's Twitter. I don't. Like, you guys know, I fucking don't. I don't believe this team is, is, is winning shit this upcoming season. I believe we're going to regress the whole nine because I'm looking at the behavior. But I also have to look at the behavior of positive Knicks Twitter. Where the fuck is this, 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 this energy and language coming from? Where is it coming from? Yeah, a, a lot of people in Knicks Twitter and positive Knicks Twitter love to gaslight and inflate. And what do we know about people who love to gaslight and inflate and shit like that? It's a lot of insecure complexes that lie there too because there's a need to be right. And there's a need to, you know, think that they're employing gratitude and gratefulness for, for whatever they can get. Like Jake from Florida say, celebrating these crumbs, right? 
And sometimes, given the nature and the historical element of our franchise and whatnot, some people are just grateful for the crumbs they can get, right? Is it no different than third world countries who are loving the crumbs that they get from, you know, their economic uh, scenario, whatnot? And, and granted, I'm not trying to go that deep, but I'm just saying, like, there is a human element to this. And I just want to understand it. I don't agree with it. You know, I think there should be better for us, especially in a landscape that one of the other nine teams consciously find ways to win, consciously find ways to do the right thing, consciously find ways to adhere to a formula in the system that leads to a championship. Why the fuck won't we do the same? Why is it so hard for us to do the same? That's my question. Like, literally, in, in, in my Nick fandom, as it even with COVID and listening and hearing through Nick's fan TV and shit like that, guys like Ari and Jason Floyd and Pop 11 and shit like that, I, I got to stop and ask myself the question. Why is it so fucking difficult? Regime after regime after regime coming in just can't do the right thing. Everybody comes in with this stupid-ass plan like they've cornered the market or certain the shit they don't know to things they don't know. Can't need a burden of proof among other things, but they swear up and down, this is a thing that's going to make them win. And it doesn't. And so we got to do this process all over again. Why the fuck can't we hire a no-name GM or a no-name scout or uh, uh, guys that are on the cusp of understanding this is how basketball works? Why do we do this nepotistic friendship bullshit? I, I don't like, these are the behaviors that get me angry, that get me emotional. And I'm not about to cry in the space or anything, but again, I have to take a step back and look at the behavior. So even if we do win, even if we do win, and they complain about, oh, well, we should have won more or whatnot, maybe they're right, maybe they're wrong. I don't know. But I just want to see one. That's my goal. For you, it may be different. For any, I, I can't, can't focus on what everybody else's views are on, on what winning chips. I can't do that. We already got too much shit going on in our own individual lives day in and day out to be worried about a set of group of people who think, you know, the way that they do. I, can, I really can only focus on what I do day in and day out. I just want to see one before I go. That's it. That's, that's where the line is drawn for me. I just want to see one before I go. I don't want to be my uncle. I don't want people in this group chat to be my uncle. I don't want people down in this chat to be my uncle. I see y'all down there. That's just, that's just me. So, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. Shout out to yourself, man. This shit is a fucking error. I don't, I don't know what to do, man. <laughs> it's crazy because I literally just watched Modern Family with my wife. And she looked at me and she laughed when we made, when, when they made a New York Knicks joke. <laughs> and I'm sitting there just like, what the fuck can I possibly say? This is what we've done. This is the behavior. This is the evidence. This is what they do. I can't shit on other people talking shit about the Knicks. You know, I, I can do my New York, you know, moxie and be like, oh, fuck you, it's us against the world and shit like that. And fuck the Lakers and fuck the Boston Celtics and fuck the Denver Nuggets. But they doing something right. I just want to know when we going to do something right. I just want to do something right. Yeah, man, listen. Yeah, I, feel I hope you. y'all I hope y'all are doing well, man. Stay, yo, man. Keep your mental, your emotional well-being, mm -hmm. you know, uh, where it is, man. But I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Ray. Um, 
That's true, man. Yo, I got, that's why I asked the question, I think, like, last week, bro. Do the Knicks mentally affect you? Like, does it affect the way you wake up in the morning? I forgot what pod I said it on, but I definitely asked that question. And I told people, like, yo, that 2020 season and us winning 21 games and us drafting Obi, like, that season is personal to me. Like, that goes beyond basketball. Like, my aunt passed away. Kobe died the day after my birthday. I work in the hospital. I'm looking at dead bodies every fucking day. I couldn't see my mother for five months. My little sister was just pregnant with my nephew. You always see me with now. I couldn't see him when he first was born. Like, it was mad. Like, I'm so scared of the fucking COVID shit. I couldn't see my pops. My pops didn't want me nowhere near around him. I called my pops one day during COVID. He said, motherfucker, you better stay home away from me. I'm like, damn, I'm your son. Goddamn. So that season's personal. It's personal for me. You put me through a 21-win season to trade Obi Toppin and a salary cap dump for Dante DiVincenzo because he's friends with Jalen Brunson. whoop the fucking do Is that going to help you end the 52-year title drop? Because that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be 50, it's 51 now. It's going to go to 52. Then it's going to go to 53, then 54, then 55, then 56, and so forth and so on. There's a reason why I said, go get me poor George. I don't give a fuck about his contract. I'm not putting RJ in that trade, though. I'm not putting RJ in none of these trades. The reason why is because I'm a futurist. Why would I trade RJ? Randall's turning 30. Brunson going to be 28. Why am I trading RJ? What is, what, is, what, is the, what is the mindset you have after two seasons? So you will, so let me let me let me get this right. You want to trade RJ and kids for said player. I'm not including RJ in none of these deals, but there are people who will. So you're gonna trade RJ, who's on a valuable contract. Matter of fact, RJ making 23 million next season. Valuable. It's a good contract. It's called, it goes up every season. He's making a good contract. So you want to trade RJ. And you want to pay Randall in two years an excess of $180 million? Because his when he restructures his deal, he's going to ask for the bag. He's a two-time NBA or NBA member. Those guys get 180 plus. If you're a Knicks fan, is you willing to give Julius Randle and re-sign him for four to five years of an excess of 170 plus million dollars? If you're not going to re-sign Randle after these next two seasons, shut the fuck up about trading RJ Barrett. Shut the fuck up. You don't have a plan. You don't have a plan. That's the new shit that I need Knicks fans to start doing. When somebody give you a trade, let's trade for Joel and B. Okay, cool. Play the game with them. That's how negative Knicks Twitter, I figured out the company man shit. I figured the shit out. I created the term. I speak fluid company man. So, okay, let's trade for him, B. Let's trade RJ, Evan Fournier, quickly, Grimes for him, B, four first-round picks. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Fuck it. Let's do it. When Julius Randle's up for a new deal and you got to pay him $180 million plus and Jalen Brunson's up for a new deal, who will be a soon-to-be 30-year-old, six-foot-one guard who cannot defend us, ghost if it smacked him in the face. 
Are you willing to re-sign those two guys to excess of $350 million and tie your cap to a man in Randall who will be 31 and a man in Brunson who will be just hitting 30 or 29? That's what you want to strap yourself to? What if Embiid gets hurt 2025? We ain't got no first-round pick ourselves in 2025. What if he gets hurt and, and, and Randall just walks out the door? I'm sick of New York. Then what? Your, your Julius Randle fandom, it, it got us nowhere. So I think people need to start thinking about two years from now, three years from now. You need to start. You think like me when I was looking at the almighty fourth seed. If you, look, if you looked at the almighty fourth seed from a distance, that was Leon Rose's, I believe, his first season. And what Leon Rose should have did, should have tanked. He should have tanked his ass off. He should have tanked so hard. He should have tanked. But then you go and get Thomas Thibodeau, who lived off the back of Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock, people who are not current Nick players. You sacrifice first-round picks, and then the first-round pick that you drafted that season just finished giving you five points per game in the playoffs. Where's your foresight? Okay, you want to you wanna trade RJ for, for Paul George? You want to trade quick? Let's trade all the motherfuckers for Paul George. Let's trade all of them. In two years, when Randall looking at you and Brunson looking at you to re-up to, to, to re and get a new deal, is anybody on this panel willing to pay Randall an excess of $180 million? And is anybody in this panel willing to give Jalen Brunson an excess of $170 million? Because I know he's going to make the All-NBA team soon, and I know he's going to be an All-Star. Are we going to pay the bag for these guys? If you're not willing to pay the bag for those two, shut the fuck up about trading R.J. Barrett. I'm good. I have, I'm, everybody else keep, Jay, what's, no, not even Jay, because I don't want to skip the line. There's been people, I've been rambling off and shit. Um, Ari, I seen you had your hand raised. Hold on, Ari, real quick. Yo, Priest, what's good, King? What's up, man? Yo, Priest. Yo, where you at, man? I just left LA Fitness, got five, five and one, five and one, you know. Okay, okay, working out. That's what I like to hear, man. Right, keep, right, right. Order, keep your health in order. Keep everything in order, right? You don't want to get my age and now you, you know, you're shitting in a paper. You want to make sure that you treat your body good. Now, what's on your mind? I don't what's even really have a take. I just would mm-hmm. like, like, okay, so I'm an observer of, of Nick's Twitter. I like to, you know, I like to, I'm, I'm entertained by the Papa Lefts and the Tonys of the world. I like the arguments that people be getting into. I think it's entertaining, but, you know, and all do fun. But I just would like to know, like, for, like, with basketball takes, basketball reasons, nothing personal. Why the hell do Pop, like, people hate Papa Lefts so damn much? Like, the Papa Lefts, the states, the negative Twitters of the world, like, these people, like, why do like why do positive fans hate these people so much? And when they debate these guys, why do they never ever give any basketball reasons for as to why they hate the, their takes? It's always you have a narrative, you have a brand. Charlotte and LTK, that's a brand. 
um, the, 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 you know, the, and all the other Twitter, you know, Nick Spaces who, who, uh, the fucking, and the, what is it, therapy and sports and all those, that's, those are brands, but these are, these are people, like, Ari, that's a person, Jay from Florida, that's a person, like, these people have day jobs, like, this is not, like, they do this for fun, like, this is not money for them, so it's like, when they argue with these people and they throw the brand shit out there as the Trump card, rather than just debating about basketball reasons, like, Jay from Florida's in the world, they don't like the basketball, uh, roster construction, okay, cool. So if you think that the roster is fine as it is, then explain why. Instead of just saying you're fucking negative, shut the fuck up. Like, can you just explain why the roster is fine as, as is? But you can't because, like, I, I think deep down, like, they don't, it's either they don't want to talk basketball because they don't know shit or, like, they just want to argue with these people because they don't like these people. I just want one of these people, like, like the woos of the world, like, just come and, 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 and explain why so, in basketball reasons why freeze. these people are stupid freeze. and you don't agree with them? Because maybe I'm freeze. biased because I share the same opinions as these people. Mm-hmm. But I would like to know with basketball reasons, nope, nothing personal. Mm-hmm. Why in basketball terms? Why are their opinions bullshit? Priest, I got you. As a person who I I, I just met you, young brother, right? So I'm gonna follow you back. My fault. I wasn't following you. I just, you feel me? We brothers now, right? I've been on Twitter since 2017. I've been following South since 2017, 2018, right? I've had two Twitters deleted already. I should have been at 5K, 10K. I should have been black. I should have been had all. Like I should have been had this. I got my Twitter deleted because people used to come at me. Because my take wasn't like everybody else. For example, the popular shit used to be on Nick's Twitter back in 20, um, 2019 when we first got Randall. And, well, Randall, he, he's a good player. He's doing he's been top, averaging 25. Just mute your mic real quick because you know you got mass static in the background. And 2019, people used to tell me, well, Randall, he's a great player. He's averaging 20, 10, and 5. I used to tell people that was, that is the worst 20, 10, and 5 I've ever seen in my life. Family, I done got death threats. I done had people want to fight me. Matter of fact, I done had a, I got a dude right now who's on Twitter who wanted to fight me over Kevin Knox, bro. And I told him, fam, I'm on 4th, 5th, and 8th right now, bro. I'm standing outside. Like, this is what, what, what it's come down to. And I'm different. I'm not supposed to agree with everybody. So that's why back in 2019, I started doing the videos. I did the short videos on the timeline. What? Who are you? Matter of fact, you you blow. Matter of fact, I can't even tweet what I want to say to you because you got to see my facial expression of how you're making me feel. And then that's how I ran my podcast. I don't I don't I don't work for nobody. I work for myself. I say whatever's on my mind, bro. You know how many times? Shouts to Charlotte. Shouts to um Nick Spaces. Yo, you know how many disagreements me and Charlotte have? Every yo, bro, we disagree all the time, bro. I'm not here to agree with everybody, but I will work with you. We are all on the same team. So I'll be finding it disingenuous when it's dudes like Sean from Next Wall. Bro, you don't even want to show support. You don't share shit. Like, these people don't share shit. Like, it's people, it's, it's a lot of shit I really can say right now, but I'm really not going to say it. I will say that I love all Knicks content creators. I love everybody who's trying to do something for themselves. But stop being disingenuous 
and saying, oh, don't work with this person. Oh, don't work with that person. Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. I done told, I, I done told people, even people from my own team, Knicks fans, I done told them, yo, I'm working with anybody I feel like it, family. I don't care if you don't like them. I don't care. I don't care if the person don't even like me and you a Knicks concert creator. I want to give the people the shit that they deserve. Have you watched ESPN over the past couple of years? That shit forced me to start a Knicks fight. I'm like, damn, these dudes don't tell. They don't say shit I want to hear. I'm looking at MSG Networks back in 2017. These dudes got a montage of, yo, what's the dude name, South? Ingus Kuzmingus? I don't even know the motherfucking <laughs> name. Yeah, Kuzmingus, son. The real Kuz. The real Kuz. What the fuck? What the, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, like South, South, um, the RJ takes was killing me last season. But I don't think he a bad dude. I disagree with him. But I don't think he a terrible ass person that is not a good Knicks fan and he a decent shit. Like what the fuck? Yo, Priest is real. Like everybody should know by now. State is my brother, sir. We have dragged down arguments over RJ because you know he's an RJ fan and I'm the complete opposite. So, but that don't mean like I'm a roast dude or go behind his back and say grimy shit. All this little kid shit is, is is crazy. But 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 see. I don't never condemn you about your RJ takes because you just, you give me a straightforward opinion on him. I say, yo, you might troll a little bit. I'll troll you back. But I actually, when I get serious, I say, all right, South, come on now. What do you don't like? South would tell me, yo, look, stay. I don't see him as the guy you see him as. I see him as a utility guy, a, a do-it-all guy. I don't see him as a future all-star. Uh-uh. I don't really like his game. All right, cool. Yo, problem. stay. Yo, stay, brother. I got to I'm, – I'm sorry, bro. I don't mean to check you, bro. Oh, no. Nah, but but, but, but you know that's a lie, brother. I remember right after RJ fucking blew up in the playoffs, one of your first lines on a space, and I laughed mad hard when I heard it, too. It was like, where yeah. is South? Said it mad loud too. Where is South? Oh, can I gotta go find that man? When, when <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was looking for South tweets too. I was looking for South tweets but, too. But, I didn't South, go out because these guys were closed. Priest, look, look, yo, I South, know South. You got players looking for know, you, brother. Because <laughs> yo, I know how you play. No, no, ain't no this what it is. You get, ain't no, no, I know how you play. I know how you play. Don't bullshit me. When RJ playing well, your man in witness protection. Trust me, I don't. It, I, South, if I'm lying, I'm flying. I ain't DM you and ask you where you was at. But see, that's the beauty of RJ, said Like, RJ always going to make me look good. <laughs> Seriously, even when I look bad, I just be waiting like a couple days. <laughs> <laughs> yo, RJ killed, yo. I, I swear to God, yo. RJ have, and, and, and I know my young boy too, man. I know him so all too well. RJ, I have seven good straight games, right? I have seven good ones. I be talking mad shit to South. I'm adding, I'm looking for people on the thread. Yo, where your man's at, man? What do, what do I say when you're doing that, bro? 
I say patience. You understand? I say don't worry. He inconsistently, he consistently inconsistent. So I just be chilling. I'd be like, don't worry. You know what I mean? I'd be waiting for the 45 day flu, you know what I mean? The shit. So I just be chilling. Now he be dying waiting for that, waiting for his shit to get punched. Don't lie, fucking South. That's your famous line. Don't lie. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Said I, oh yeah, hell yeah. You know, and people know as soon as they see that shit, here comes South for the top. <laughs> See, so I can't uh, even lie about that, bro. Yo, uh, let's see who we who up. Um, Ben, what's up, bro? I um, and then um, after Ben, uh, Miguel, what's up? Well, recap and um, Jay Clutch, what's up? Three young brothers. And ben, if you're not ready yet, Ari, what's up? Oh, Ben, what's no, up? Hey, man, uh... Oh no, sorry, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, no, um, hope everyone's doing well, man. Yo, Ray, sorry, sorry about your uncle, man. Um, praise up. Um, you know, smooth. I heard what happened with that Uber driver, man. I have a lot of respect to those drivers. I heard what happened. Guy got stabbed, or by one of the passengers. I know your Uber driver. I'm sorry about uh what goes through with some people. Uh, but man, uh, to answer kind of state question, he asked this before about if you're kind of emotionally upset of the Knicks. So I'll just say this. Um, 